to another week another episode of generation x gaming nope don't turn the dial on your computer or hit anything don't hit f4 yes it's friday morning i just f four. and and we're live generation x gaming is live this is not a pre-taping or anything like that we are live on this friday june 14th 2019 episode 174 uh my internet provider had a, we had a storm pass knocked out the internet in the whole area uh yesterday was like sporadic it was on it's off it's on it's off it's on so i couldn't do anything so we're doing it this morning uh so those of you that don't know what generation x gaming is a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week and we rant along the way joining me each and every single week is sarge mccluskey what's going on bro oh man thunderstorms every day Two summertime o'clock, four o'clock right? it's what three, it is three o'clock here three o'clock every day Set, set your watches, set your cell yesterday, phones. Yesterday, it just did thunder for 45 minutes. There was no lightning. Ooh, it just, that's fancy. Like rumbling, talking outside for 45 minutes, it was, it just, and it drizzled. That's fancy. It was kind of freaky. So, E3's happened. This show, last week we talked about pre-E3. E3 happened between the two shows. Now, this is post-E3 coverage. Basically, what we're going to do on today's episode is we're going to go down the list of what we liked, what we didn't like, certain games that interest me. There's a lot more games than we can cover on this show. Okay, so we are not going to cover everything from E3. There's plenty of other content creators talking about things maybe they that you liked or whatever that we don't talk about. So make sure you go check out some footage like IGN and all them. They've covered everything. We are not covering everything. We're covering... We're doing some, we're doing some bullet points. Yeah, we're, 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 we're covering... A lot. We're covering a lot, but we're not covering everything. Okay, I did not watch EA at all. I was at Disney World last week. I had a kidney stone. I was I I didn't watch kidney it. Stone. I had a kidney stone. Yeah, while walking around Disney World, I I ended my stream on Friday. I was in extreme pain, and I had to go to my nephew's birthday party that was all weekend at Disney World. It's fantastic. So how do you know it was a kidney stone? How do I know it was a kidney stone? Yeah. Because it's a kidney stone and I passed it. <laughs> oh, you've been walking around with a strainer this whole time? No, no strainer. I just fucking shot that, you know, walked it for two days, three days. I was home. Uh, you sound like one of the old guys from the 40s. I don't got kidney stones. <laughs> I just, I shot that out of my ass and moved on with my life. <laughs> I don't get kidney stones. I don't, kidney stones are for pussies, right? <laughs> it's not fun, dude. You got to watch out your, your. No, I know what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's the tea. It's the tea. I, I like tea. Wait, what I got? You so, like passing kidney stones. <laughs> this is my second one. That's how it goes. And no, here's the best part. Here's the best part. This is not E3 coverage, by the way. If you, once you have a kidney stone, you're more likely to get more kidney stones. So don't ever get a kidney stone. So that's not how it works. Yes, just, it is. No nope. diet. No, 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 no. Your body's just not nope. over there going. The doctor, hey, you know what? We ate one. Let's start a factory. <laughs> no, the doctor says once you get a kidney stone, you're more prone to get more kidney stones. 
even though you stopped doing it because you can get it from other things now. Now your body. Your body's oh, just in full manufacturing mode? Okay. It's manufactured kidney stones now. Yeah. yeah. So if anyone this wants a, one, let me know. It's a great conversation. I'm basically bent over the computer now holding my nuts <laughs> is what I'm doing right now because I'm in pain listening to this. You don't even know what the pain is until you have, actually have I one. I don't want it. All right. I don't so want it. here we are. EA didn't watch it. I just compared a kidney stone to EA's conference. So that that's how... <laughs> It was long, boring, and painful. <laughs> exactly. It was long, boring, and painful. It was a lot of it was a lot of anthem talk. Not really. It was a lot of battlefield talk. Not really. Waiting for waiting for something to finally be over, and <laughs> it was and, excruciating it, to watch the interview with Ben Irving from Bioware talking about anthem. They're like, "So what's happening with anthem?" He's like, "He's like, no, no, we're still doing it." I'm like, "You, you're delusional, man." Sack shit. Delusional. Listen, I, 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 I promise you. Since it's the daytime, I haven't had all day to stew. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be semi-positive. I think you barely rubbed the crust out of your eye before you got here. Yeah, that's not true. I get up. Listen, I get up. First of all, fact is, I'm up 18 hours, just not the same 18 hours I know, that I everybody else. Yeah. Okay. So I'm up without an alarm clock, nine, ten o'clock, pretty much without automatic. That's just how it is, and I, I'm gonna sleep like three, four o'clock in the morning. That's just how my my schedule is. All right, so let's let's talk about EA. They talked about a new FIFA. They talked about a new Madden. They talked about Battlefield Five. Battlefield. Right, so let's, let's focus on the stuff that counts. Right, Battlefield, Battlefield 5. Five. Yeah, Battlefield Five. So Battlefield Five was. Here, I'll show some uh, some footage here. They, they talked about Chapter Four. Uh, here is the map overview. I won't put any sound to it. All right, so this is the map overview. Game engine footage of of uh, Battlefield 5. Now, they show all these maps, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to look at Battlefield 5, but I'm not excited to get Battlefield 5 to play it. I played the beta. We played the beta, right? We had fun with 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 the group of friends that we play with Santos and Tempest, and it was it was a fun time going down that that town and being a, a tank squad and just wrecking face, right? But there's just so many issues. They they took out they took out the dragging uh, animation that they they sold to you, like right? They're like, oh, it'll be in later. No, they they completely got rid of it now. There's no dragging uh, thing inside the game. So they show these new these these new. Uh, buildings and stuff right and it looks beautiful the the maps look beautiful but again here this is the other this is the uh close quarters map that they also showed again another, another beautiful map but what does this game need to do sarge we we are their market audience Right. I don't. I don't. I'll be honest with you. I, don't, I really don't think we are anymore. I think. I think as far as the statistical data, as far as EA is concerned, and their and their marketing team, we're outside of that box. But, but go ahead. But we're. What I'm saying is, we're upset because of the microtransactions and all the bullshit that happened with EA. So we're more prone. And and also, the guy told us not to buy the game. I mean, he told us don't I was buy told. the game. Yeah, he's told. I was told not to buy the game. Right. So, put that aside for a second. Just the game itself. What does the game have to do? To bring you back to be like, you know what? This actually looks good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump back in. They've added, they've added so much stuff now. This map to me, well, 
They're bring oh, they're bringing Normandy in, right? They're bringing Imajima. They're bringing the actual battle that you've wanted your whole entire well, life. They said, they said they said that they're bringing the, the guy. The developer had said in the beginning when the game was first made that they're going to be going down the major battles of World War II. He mentioned it. He didn't. Yeah. He didn't focus on it. He mentioned it. What when I I caught that because I I pay attention when the developer speaks. I'm listening to everything everything he says. And what that meant to me was they were going to rehash the old game. They were going to superfy the old maps. They were going to bring back the old the old people who used to play when they were kids back together for one last hurrah in World War II Battlefield. That's what I heard, okay? What it's turned into is this slow drip content of maps, and it's going to be this way probably for the next 18 months, of these maps with focus on broken mechanics in-game. Most of it's good. Most of it is good. But it's lost the magic of it because I'm not interested in playing a game that wants to spoon-feed me when I know what the game is already. Like, the people who, have done, who haven't played Battlefield World War II, like, they're okay. They're okay with it. They're waiting. Like, I can't wait for uh, next summer. We're getting a new map. Like, the, the, the structure on how games are released and sold to us, I'm not a fan of. Like, I don't, I don't get excited about that. Because for me, I would rather just wait. Right. right. I'll, I'll wait till everything starts to come out, then buy it. Then I save money. I have everything I want to play right then and there. But at that time, there's a lot of people that have already left the, the game. They're moving on to the next one. But that's how it is for everything. Yeah. You're done in six months. And then you bounce around. But they, they have you bouncing. Well, they're bringing, they're bringing the Pacific uh, maps in now, right? That we've been asking for for forever. The last time we saw these maps, it was like 1943, right? Um. They're showing footage here about all the all the graphics and the field trip they went on to, to these islands. Sounds like a, t a rough job when they went back to the Pacific to, to do the research. Um, actually, that would piss me off. That pisses me off. Right? What's that? You, you're actually going to the islands where thousands and thousands of people died to pay homage to that, to put it in a game, and then you do a slap-happy game that's full of shit and and doesn't doesn't have the actual... the the... The, the loyalty of what it's supposed to be. Oh, you're saying the loyalty of the of the player base that you got rid of? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. They they um. So they're bringing the they're bringing the new maps in. They're bringing they're bringing Imogene in. They talked about it. There was a panel yesterday. They were talking about that they're bringing the Battle of Normandy, basically, where you get to storm the beach. So basically, Metro, but outside. Right, and they said there's heavy, heavy fortified thing. I mean, that does intrigue me because we've always wanted it. There was that mod back in 1942. But do you remember how shitty Normandy was? Oh, yeah, you were dying. Uh, Omaha Beach? Yeah. The yeah. Germans had the, 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 uh, the, yeah, but there's, the there's, uh, advantage the entire time. There's something about it, though. Like, even when you watch Saving Private Ryan, you know what I mean? To and that, be, with, with today's graphics. Yeah. It's like almost, to, it's to almost be, like, there? yeah, it's almost like that right there alone is like, Get me back. I'll play that map over and over. It might not be for okay. eight months, but me playing the game, but it, it does intrigue me with all these maps. But again, they have a map coming out in, in, uh, in August. They have a map coming out in September. They have one map coming out in October. So I don't know if they could do anything. Like you said, I think if it goes on sale, it's like a $20, $20 buy. I'll, I'll pick it up. You want to know what it was? Here's here's what it was. 
the, with the maps, even though all the maps were unbalanced back in the day, even the maps sucked back then. If you look back, there are certain maps that are good and certain map, maps that just weren't. It's just how it is, right? Some are going to be good, some are going to be bad. You just roll with it. The magic of the maps back then was they picked spots that were key battles in World War II that you'll either learned about when you were a history class or when you, if you're a history major that you were most interested in because it has significant meaning in the world, not just to be a map in a game. So when you played the map, you're like, I'm playing the map where this stuff happened, and so you're connected in some way. Right. Okay? They took the, they took the approach where they kept thinking in their minds, well, we don't want to keep recycling the old maps, even though it's been 25 years since we made this kind of game. So we're going to pick all these other little dinky maps that we're going to decide how to balance and then throw them in there. And then it's World War II. Yay! And then throw some confetti. But like people who understand war games, understand first-person shooters, they're like, okay, I'm fighting over a farmhouse in Yeehawville. What a great map. Hill on the left, valley on the right, fortifications in the middle. Like, it's just a big, you're playing on a big hill. Like, I get it. But they're not vested in it. They don't care. It's just some. Well, it's just some he, map. Here's another thing. I was watching another another content creator, and then another content creator, another content creator, and they're all like, "Oh yeah, I really like Call of Duty because it's fast paced and there's a lot of action going on. They don't like Battlefield because the maps are too big. There's vehicles, right? And I'm like, well, you're describing everything that Battlefield is and that you don't like, right? And, and you, I, you should be with Call of Duty, right? And I'm and I'm thinking to myself, that's the problem. There's people that play Call of Duty or other battle games, right? And this 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 genre of of, of or the, I should say this generation of gamers that's coming up now all want fast pace YouTube content, uh, battle royale, lots of movement, right? They, their their attention spans are like a flea and, and a goldfish. Okay, so when they look at Battlefield, they're like, oh yeah, it looks great, but. I'm just running around from point A to point B and there's nothing happening where that is not what Battlefield is. Battlefield is always and always should be about tactical team, shooter. tactical team going around and, and playing. And I think the people that are, are marketed towards that, it gets bad press because the, the young people that are on YouTube that are, that are Twitch content creators, mixer content creators, Facebook are younger and they don't like it. So they're like, eh, it's stupid. I don't like it. And it gets this bad rep. But then the older generation, right, in the late 30s, early 40s and on, they're like, oh, man, that looks good. And those are the people that are playing the actual game, right? That's that's what's, that's what the problem is right now. Well, I'll, I'll add to that. The, the, issue, the issue with Battlefield is, yes, the demographic has shifted because the younger kids want fast-paced stuff. Absolutely. That's why Battlefield had to start acting like they want to be Call of Duty because they know they're losing a significant portion of their population base. Okay. If, however, if you look around, okay, if you look around at the war game market, you see that there are diehard people that will play a diehard game yep. that's realistic. Yep. There's, I watched there's guys like three play or four that, of them. Yeah. I, I play, I watched the guys play that Civil War game where they, there's 150 guys in a server. And they're listening to two guys tell them what to do the half the match, like stand in line, get ready to fire, move over here, double time, set up the line, address right. Yeah. They're, they're doing like actual moves. And like, I understand boring for some, but if I take those people and I put them in a team based game, okay, then this is where I think that the battlefield side of the first person shooter genre has to innovate. They have to make the team based 
shooter more applicable to more people by giving them things to do within the game besides running around. I said this before on a, on a, on a past podcast. I believe that for Battlefield to come back from the dead, and, and by the way, they're pissing away World War II. If, if they did this before the World War II came out, everything would have been great, and they went back to modern, right. and it had been fine. But they're pissing away World War II. They actually are. So what happens is the team, once in the game, instead of just going for C or just going for B or whatever it is, okay, instead of calling it that because that's what Call of Duty really is, okay, the original Battlefield games were it was an actual strategic point. If you remember, if I took over the motor pool and it became my color, then the tanks would spawn there right. that were mine. Yep. Okay? If I took over the airport... The planes that spawned were mine. It just wasn't a plane. It was my plane, okay? And the idea was to move the line forward. Right. They, okay? lost, they lost that. Right. They took that away. Now, for the innovation to work, you have to instruct squads, which still should be five, by the way. I think we've gotten enough people on here now where the maps are big enough, where they spread us out. You can have five-man squads and not four-man squads. I get it from Bad Company. I get it. But the reason why you need five is because you need enough guys to be able to handle one objective by themselves, okay? Or two if it's a bigger objective. Right. And what needs to happen is on the actual screen during certain points of the game, it instructs this squad, your job is to take this. And so now the squad as a whole, instead of walking around yeah, and but, doing whatever, is focused on that objective. Yeah, but the problem with that is, again, with this generation, they want kill death ratio. They want they I want they want to be the the Rambo of the of the of the group. I, I get it. Someone's like not. someone's like I'm down. We're about to take over C, and the guy's out in the middle of the street taking. He's like, did you see that? And you're like, we just lost the point because you didn't revive right. me, and you didn't. That's, right, but that's, it, the, but it, that's the battlefield area now. Yes, but what happens is if, you, if you're if you assigned to that objective, the other team has assigned to that objective too, so that guarantees at least one or yeah, two interaction. squads are going yeah, 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 yeah. to be in that area. Absolutely. Not the whole team is dogpiling on one, like a swarm. You see the swarms. I've watched it in Battlefield 1 where everyone's just in a giant swarm and, then, and, then there's and they're that, moving around the map. Right, they're just doing just, this. Just, yeah. They're just circling the map. Like, it's so stupid. I got that, A. It's Call of Duty. I got it's C. Call of Duty. We got two points. Let's go for the third. It's like, Why? That's, yeah, but, it's like, but if you but if you incentivize team play and you incentivize objective getting, right? And then by the way, the score just doesn't tick up or down and it's over. Okay? That's basically a clock. The kill clock on there is all that is is a clock. What you need to have is the fact that if I take a point, I get points. If I lose the point, I lose points. Right. And not like a crap ton, the same amount. So no one's ever moving anywhere. But you realize that if you lose too much, you're losing points now. Right. Right. I lost the motor pool. I've got no tanks. Now we're in trouble. Now they attack with tanks. Now we now we have to spawn as anti-tank guys in order to combat that. And the game. Listen, all the variables are in the game. All the variables are there. If you keep, if you come in as like the the, the, the correct trooper when that when the orders are given, like if the commander if the commander says. You know, defend B, we need anti-tank. And everybody spawns over there as a sniper and starts hiding in the fucking trees, and, and they just lose the point. You don't get a lot of points, right? right? However, if the order is given, the town's about to be taken, we need anti-tank, and everybody who spawns over there spawns as anti-tank, grenader, they're putting up defenses, and then they're holding off the tanks, you get more points for following orders. 
it has to be something that you want to do, but then are incentivized to do. Right. It just can't be a large map Call of Duty. It doesn't work. Yeah, it's, yeah, it it's a completely different game. A lot of people are playing it. They want it to be Call of Duty, the young people that come in, or they're like, I want Battlefield to be more. It's not It's not that. It's more of a tactical uh, tactical shooter. All right, so moving on. We're going to move on to the next one from EA. The big one that everyone was talking about was the gameplay footage of uh, Jedi uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Okay, so... I don't know what it is about this gameplay. I didn't watch it when it first came out, but then I watched it a little later in the week. And I looked at it and I went, it looks good. It looks like a Uncharted slash uh, Tomb Raider type of game where you have to kind of like figure out little puzzles like, oh, this door's blocked. How do I get it open? Oh, got to hit this mm -hmm. switch. Go climb this wall. Go distract these guys. But there's something about this it, it looks weird i don't know if it's the actor right i don't know if it's the motion capture of his face i don't know if it's the wrist it's like when he brings his lightsaber out it just looks weird and i know this is early footage and i know it comes out in november or whatever that's uh, not that's not early footage it's november no, no 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 what i'm saying is i don't know when this footage was was taken it's, it's alpha footage well, I'll I, tell just, you when it's, I just I'll, don't I'll know how many months back it was. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you when it was taken. It was taken back when the, uh, uh, I forget what her what name was, when she was trying to do a single-player Star Wars game, and they were working towards that, and then she had, got, she had left because they weren't going to do it anymore. Then. So that's two and a half years ago. Well, a year, yeah, about a year and a half ago, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, it looks good. Like I said, I'm interested in it, but there's just something about it that looks off to me. There's no wow factor. Like they I'm, they, I'm, they, I'm in on the try, story. They, they didn't try to wow you the entire time. All they showed you was the typical Star Wars stuff. Ooh, look, there's Tie Fighters. Oh, look, there's gonna be bounty hunters. Oh, look, there might be a story. They drop little hints. But like, do you remember the? Do you remember the advertisement for Fall, Force Unleashed? Yeah. Okay. So if Force Unleashed was, it's time to be a badass Jedi. Okay. You're gonna be you're gonna be the uh, men, the the, well, the like um, on the dark protege side, of yeah, Darth Vader, right. and you're gonna be an ultimate badass, and you're gonna learn how to use the Force. You don't remember them crushing the fucking uh, yeah, yeah. Walker? Okay, wow factor. This is hey, you're one of the last Jedi, and you're being hunted. Let's just scoot around and learn how to be Jedi man and walk around. Like, come on, dude, come on. Like, where where is the impact? Of you being one of the last Jedi, where's the where's the impact of uh, him not trying to use the Force when you're supposed to be a Force user so he doesn't get caught? Like, I get it, what they're I trying mean, to it, do. It might be in there. We just don't know it from this trailer. Bro, you, it, for me to believe that they're going to do a complete 180, okay, from two horrible Battlefront games, okay, and cancellation of two Star Wars games— and you think just because they throw a Fall Eye Jedi order out, I'm supposed to drop my pants and get all misty-eyed, okay? Like, no. You got to show me something, man. The, it's, I, it's, it's almost 2020. Show me something. I think I think the game is going to be short because when you go up against the Stormtroopers, which is realistic, you take the lightsaber, you hit them once, they're dead, right? The, the – um, the heavy troopers that the, he fights against, the Inquisitors, I don't know if, they, if that is an Inquisitor. I don't know if it is or not. But uh, he hits him three times, and he's dead. 
right? And if that's supposed to be the harder guy and you're hitting him three times, you're going to fly through this campaign. What's wrong? What's wrong with doing a Dark Souls combat thing with Star Wars? Make it a little bit more difficult where you have to actually learn stuff. Not saying exactly like Dark Souls. Right, no, I get what you're saying. You you would have to. What's the other one? What's the medieval one where you have to learn how to block and stuff and and, and the stances? For honor. For honor. Thank you. Like, what? Oh, no, that would be fantastic if you did For Honor, like a game in Star Wars world where it's Jedi versus Sith and and you're fighting against each other. That would be cool, right? There's a mod out there for For Honor that does that, that you can put lightsabers in their hands. Um, it just looks, and on this reticle that they have, they have this red dot reticle on the character that you're looking at. It's absolutely terrible. Here, I'm, let me show you. Well, actually, I don't have to show you again. It'll, it'll, when he opens this door and he fights against this Inquisitor or whatever, right? You'll see this red dot that appears on, on the middle of him. And I'm like, they got to get oh, rid of that. Early footage, bro. Early footage. They, they got to get rid of that. It looks horrible. Look, I was like, what is that? Is that where you're just going to, where you're going to stab that's, him? That's, that's, that's the lock on. That's how you know where you're going to strike. No, I, I know that. They, get, they have to get rid of it. It looks so distracting. I can't even, I'm not even looking at all the beautiful graphics around it. I'm looking at the fucking red dot reticle in the middle of his body. Well, bro, Timmy, who's only nine, has to learn how to play Star Wars. See, before you— listen, before Make it translucent you, or listen, something. Listen, I'm, I'm telling you, listen, before you start criticizing any game that you know is not even in the realm of your age bracket anymore— you got to say, I'm 12 or I'm 9. Is this I working guess. for me? You're, you're not allowed to think that way anymore because we have seen the games progress. We are old enough to have seen these games progress over time. And lo and behold, they have gotten better. It is true. However, when you see these giant steps backwards, for what reason, I don't know. Because apparently they think that the kids nowadays are less intelligent than they were and that's not really the case you can't really pull one over on them they, they might be less intelligent book wise but as far as gaming is concerned and social stuff is concerned they're going to figure it out right they, they figured it out a couple other games that came out to try to sh- and try to shaft at them and they didn't go with it so just just make a decent game just make a decent game i see three or four games inside this game i see uh, it's, it's uh, uncharted, uncharted tomb raider yeah right uncharted i see a little bit of tomb raider I wish I see a little bit of Dark Souls. I would like to see the combat system be something substantial, make you feel powerful, not just a guy with a lightsaber. Yeah, that's what it feels around. like. It feels like just a guy with a lightsaber. Right. Yeah. Right. But this is but this is part of the problem. When you come up with a game like this that's outside of the standard universe, okay? If you're gonna make up a guy, great. I would love a new character. Let's establish the goddamn character. Give me a story. Give me something I can chew on that makes me connected to the guy so I care about the game that uh, I'm playing. Again, though, it, that could be there. We just don't know from the trailer. No. I can tell you right now, no. You want to know why no? Because when you show me a game that you want me to buy, you want to attach me to that game right then. Right then. You want to attach me to the character. This is the guy. This is his plight. This is how he is. We need you to come in, be this guy, and 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 immerse yourself in this universe and save him. Like that's the hook right then. That's what E3 is supposed to be, right? You don't just make a game, throw it out there, and be like, "Yeah, man, Star Wars, right? Star Wars, <laughs> Star Wars, bro." Like that's how they I, act. I, I think it's like I, I don't I don't jump because you made Star Wars. I think this game will come out and just be a little average. I think it'll be like seven. I think it'll be a seven, a little less than eight. Uh, again, 
it's it's, it, it's an uncharted it's a it's an uncharted tomb raider which i like good games. i like They're i like good. those games so i'm not looking for the next greatest best movie ever or video game ever what i'm looking for is the combat looks clunky they have a couple of six months what five months left to to smooth it out it looks very clunky there's something there's just something about yeah, remember, remember His last wrist year. Wrist and lightsaber. It looks yeah. looks funky to me. Remember last year when they spot checked the guy in the front row and they're like, yeah, "Hey, that's bro, the, that's the, the Star the, Wars game, right?" That's the president of it. Yeah. Like, hey, you're making a Star Wars game, right? Uh, yeah. What's it coming out, bro? Uh, soon. Like, that's what this is. That's how excited he was to make this. Well, right. Well, that that whole ordeal last year, three. They they forced him to. To, to, to say that because, you know I mean? because they, they know they them. need they need they need some meat on the bone for the holiday season ea <clears throat> needs a victory okay ea needs a victory i'm not sure if you knew this but the, they're not their batting average isn't pretty good right now this game looks pretty interesting the next game i want to talk about is uh destroy all humans you remember this game oh yeah when you're the alien yeah it's yeah. basically uh gta with an alien i think it looks fun I, I'll tell you which one I liked a little bit. I liked a lot when we played it, and it was hard as hell. Was Zombies Ate My Neighbors? Oh, that's a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Zombies Ate My Neighbors to me was a good game, and you didn't realize how hard it was until you got halfway through the game and you realized, wait, I can't get any more ammunition. I've been using all this ammunition, and, I, and I'm getting harder and harder enemies, and you couldn't fucking win. This this looks this looks fun. When did this game come out? This came out for. This, is this a, is this a redo? Yeah, this is a remake. Yeah. I don't know if it's a remake, but it's it's back out. It's it's brand new. Uh, Fox, you talk about the droid. I think it's I think it's called like Buddy Droid. I think it's it, it's it's called BD BD One. I think his name is Buddy Droid One. I'm not putting the sound on it because we'll get like clipped or whatever else. <clears throat> I mean, again, here's here's a, a running a running thing that happened at most of these events. They didn't show gameplay. gameplay. They didn't show gameplay. And then some of the gameplay that you did see wasn't the best gameplay, right? Like the Star Wars one, the the Star Wars game, it looks it looks good, but there's something clunky about the there's something clicky about it. Your job, your job right now is not to be negative about new product. We're supposed to, we're supposed to be anticipating and think everything's going to be great. I wait for the game to come out now. I'm good. I'm good. I'll wait for the game to come out. What I, I want to see, you want me to buy a game? Oh man. I, I, what I want to see is, I want to see gameplay. Show me something, sell me something. Show me something, sell me something. What you're trying to sell me is just a thing. You're not showing me anything. All you're trying to do is hype it and sell it. Hype and sell. So you're not. So some of the other games that are coming out with Sims Four Island Living, I'm not going to show that. Apex Legends got a new, new. Uh, yeah, new supposed to be a new, new hero. Yep. Yep. They're, but they're, they but better, people yep. are already complaining about it because they say she's going to be super OP, and they're worried about it coming into the game. I don't well, play the I game, so I really don't know much. No, no, but what I think has happened is that they're trying to probably rush something out because they know the population base is kind of moving. 
You know, right. it's, it was a good game when it first came out, but they there's no staying power. So they're trying to get something out there to get people to come back and be engaged. Right. So now matter of fact, I think you should have put a sound thing on your on your soundbar of uh, John Luke Picard saying engaged. <laughs> the the next the next uh, thing we're going over to Microsoft now. Microsoft came out. I was happy with Microsoft's conference. They had sixty games they showed. Right. Yeah. Now they didn't show gameplay for most of those games. Okay. They did buy up Double Fine. That's another another studio they picked up. They talked about uh, the console a little bit by saying it's 120 frames per second, 8K, or whatever it is. But I don't know if it's going to be a true... We'll, we'll a see. It doesn't, come out. It, it doesn't come out until 2020 holiday season, which I thought at the time when they announced it, I was like, like oh, I was like, that is a letdown. But then as the conference went on and I was watching it, I was like, you know, with the Project X Cloud coming out, Okay, and with the Game Pass now on the computer, I was like, they don't need a console to come out early because now the ball is in PlayStation's court because PlayStation only has PlayStation, right? Xbox has their Xbox, right? They have the PC, they have Project X Cloud, so now you can you can play anywhere in the world anytime you want by using your own Xbox as a as a server or their servers. Okay, so you pay 15 bucks, right? And you get PC, you get Xbox Game Pass, PC Game Pass, and Project X Cloud's part of that, right? And you have Xbox Gold included in that, right? That That's a huge, huge win for Microsoft. Everyone's like, well, Microsoft's conference wasn't that good. They dropped a bomb when it came to that because no, I don't think people understand. I can literally, all I have to do is take this and this, and I can go play games anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. Okay, so they that that's a that's a huge win, right? What's what's Google Stadia gonna do now, right? Why am I gonna well, pay? Why am well, I gonna pay ten bucks? Are we gonna get are we getting into Stadia right now? Well, no, no, no. Well, Stadia didn't actually have a conference there. They just announced Stadia, and we already went over that. So no, no, yeah, yeah. There, there. Here's the thing. We'll talk about when Ubisoft comes out real fast. Uh, when Ubisoft announced they have a streaming service. And it's 15 bucks just for their games, right? They have over 100 games or whatever in the, in the thing. But they, they teamed up with Stadia. Well, to play Stadia games, to play Stadia, I had to pay 10 bucks until next year when it's free. And we don't really know what, what's happening there. But I had to pay 10 bucks. Then I had to pay another $15. Now I'm paying $25 just to play games on Stadia. That's right? correct. So it's, they're all over the place with that. Anyway, Microsoft comes out, they show Outer World gameplay. Um, it looks good. People, people are happy with it. Um, this one's not coming up. There it is. So I think those are my two games for this year. I think unless there's some kind of that squeaks through is Outer Worlds and Borderlands. Borderlands three. Well, they come out one month from each other, right? So right. Borderlands comes out, in, uh, or this comes out in August. So basically and then one comes out in September. Outer Worlds is going to become my fallout. Like I'm going to play, I'm going to play <laughs> Outer Worlds until Borderlands comes out. And then I'm not going to go back to, to fallout. Or Outer Worlds, right? Until much, much later, right? Like I'll see, I'll see the finish, I'll see the ending of Outer Worlds probably next summer, right? And then you have, there's one more game, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk comes Cyberpunk. out in April, right? So, right. yeah. yeah. Listen, I, I, I try, I try not to pay attention to too much. I pay attention to enough to be intrigued, but I am very, very interested in what Cyberpunk actually is. As a matter of fact, I'm so intrigued. That I'm actually thinking about buying some of the books and reading through them, 
just so I get a better understanding of the universe. Because I think that I watched the interview with Young Ye or Young Ya and uh, the, the 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 creator of Cyberpunk. Right. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm bad with names. Uh, you, you can look it up; it'll come up. Um, but uh, he was very he was very casual with them. He knew when he talked to him before, and then he was asking some questions. And the the way the man talked about it, and he he says that they shopped around. But they 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 were being shopped for many years, a good six or seven years before uh, landing uh, with the, CD Projekt Red, right? The, right, landing with them. And so what ended up happening was he's like, well, I didn't believe in the I didn't really believe in their studio until I saw Witcher Three. And I'm like, oh, you guys could probably do this then. And so like they're they're all excited about what this is. I believe that what Cyberpunk is going to be is going to be the next step of what a AAA game should be now i'm not gonna i'm not gonna label it as uh action rpg or uh first person what you know, I'm, I'm not gonna give it a title yet just like we couldn't we couldn't give destiny a title at the time okay we have to let this game speak for itself and i will go back and what i said and i will say it again story matters it doesn't matter how shitty the game is if you give me something to chew on and for me to dwell about what this game actually is, and you become attached to the character, you will have a better experience when you play the game rather than just playing a game that's sci-fi right. or playing a game that's West or playing a game that's fantasy. Like you, you, It takes time to make a game in which that you want to be engaged in or invested in, right? The games that are just games to play we all know what those are, guys. We all know what those are. Those are the indie games. Those are the games that your friend recommends to you. Like, just came out. I just came out next week. Dude, check it out. We could play multiplayer. Like, those are the kind of games you kind of jump in, jump out. Maybe it's fun. Maybe it's not. But you're in, you're out. You had some fun, and you move on. AAA games make statements. That's oh, the yeah. whole point of yeah. a AAA game is they have, they have enough money to put it in to make a statement about the art. And I'm not talking about anything of microtransactions, loot boxes, or any of that shit. I'm talking about what the game is supposed to be, right? So now, this game's coming out. If this game does as well as Witcher, okay, first of all, the way that this game is opening up to be, this might be right below GTA as number I, I, two. I, I as think, number two. I think it might be as par, if not better, if... It all depends on what the world is because in this game, you can literally play and never kill anybody. You can never kill anybody. You don't have to ever shoot a weapon in this game. You can do all stealth and talking option. and option. Right. That's right. You and you can learn and do different do different things. They say there's so many different endings. Okay. The way you can, it all depends on how you want to play the game. And that's that's what I love. That's what I'm going to talk about. And I understand I, I talk about Destiny. This is a completely different game as Destiny. But what I say about Destiny is that you should be able to do what you want to do in the open world, right? Not make it look like you can do whatever you want in the open world, and then really this is what they want you to do, right? This game, literally, you can do anything you want. You can go through the whole game murdering everybody. You can go in the whole game and just be be very uh, intuitive and be very uh, good with your words, which I'm not being right now. And then there's the way where you can just be stealthy and kill everybody all the time that way. Right, but that's but a game that's a game that's complex like that that allows you to do those kind of things takes time, right? I understand the game took a long time to make. I'm okay with that. 
when it takes time to make a game like that, and the reason for that is a game like this, even though it might not look it, but it's got a replayability aspect of oh, it. Oh, yeah. You get, to, you get to play through the game in and you get to customize, ways. And you get to customize your character the way you, you want him to look. Yes. Right. Or her. Customization is a big yeah. deal. Right. I want, don't, don't you want to put yourself in Blade Runner world? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think so. Right. Right. I'm probably going to make myself look like uh, Harrison Ford. I'm pretty much, I'm, I'm pretty much, that's what I'm going to do. Unless, of course, somebody, somebody comes out with, and they probably already have it, but they, they should make it more easier to do it, <laughs> is somebody should come out with a camera that scans your face and then puts your face. They, they had that technology. Game. They've had that technology no, no, before. No, yeah. I know they can do it. I said make it easier to do it. Like I sit in front of my computer, you scan my face, and during character creation, I mean, Keanu Reeves put, is in there. You, you just put my you put my fucking self in the fucking game. That would freak me the fuck out. Yeah. Right. That I'm playing as myself in a game that would look fucking incredible. Right. Yeah. How is that not a thing? Now I'm not saying it's not a thing as it doesn't exist. I know it exists, but how convenient is it? It's not convenient enough. Right. It's not convenient enough where I can just scan myself into a game. They are uh, going from cyberpunk. Oh, and the Keanu Reeves coming out on stage. Everyone, everyone's like, that's the best thing ever. That's the best thing ever. Keanu oh, it was, Reeves. It was, it was good hyping. I no, was... I understand it is, but I'm like, come on. It's just a guy. It's just a guy. That, yeah, but it's Keanu... in the game, bro. Yeah, I understand that. I, I'm a Keanu Reeves fan. I that's, just, I, that that's day. Neo, bro. Yeah. On Saturday, on Saturday, he was at Disney World. With Tim Allen and Tom Hanks, they were promoting uh, Toy Story Four. I just, I just missed him. I just missed. Him. I was like, I was like, ah. So, and then the next day, he's on the on the on the stage at, at Microsoft. I was like, man, he was just in Disney World and he had to fly across the country, and now he's showing up there. Uh, he's a cool guy. I love all the stuff that he does. I just thought it was funny that they're at a gaming convention, and the coolest thing that happened there was a celebrity from a movie. <laughs> yeah, but it's it, but it's hype stuff, man. Yeah, type stuff. just missed him. Uh, I'm looking forward to him uh, being in this game. Another game that I'm interested in that I can't wait. My son's turning five in August, right? He's starting to get into games a little bit, right? He likes playing Sea of Thieves with me. He likes playing No Man's Sky with me. Here is, he loves Minecraft, okay? This is Minecraft Dungeons, okay? So this will be his first dungeon crawler game, right? This is basically Diablo. Cool. And I showed it to him, and he's like, oh. He's like, what is that? I'm like, it's Minecraft. He's like, he's like, I want to play. I was like, well, it doesn't come out until till March. Tomorrow? Because he has no time. He has no time yet. Like, he doesn't grasp how far time is. So I'm excited for this. I think it's cool. Now, what I'm worried about in this is, is it just Diablo in Minecraft? Or are they keeping the core of Minecraft where you get to craft things and you get to do certain things? That might be a DLC. Right, like I don't want make your own levels. Yeah, kind of thing. something, something. It just has to have that Minecraft. That's what Minecraft is. Minecraft. I don't want Minecraft to just be a name of like, oh look, it's Minecraft, but it's it's a Star Wars game, but with Minecraft, right? Like I don't want that. I want Minecraft to have its own identity, and it's not the way it looks. It's what you do in Minecraft. You know what I'm saying? But this looks fun as hell. Right, so this this I'm very excited for. This is one of my things that I I, I didn't think I would be excited for, but I'm excited for it. So, spring. Well, I, I like I like to see them expanding the universe of Minecraft. It looks good. And also, it's four player local and multi on online, so you can play couch co op. So, so Minecraft Gauntlet. Yes. Yeah. 
Minecraft, Gauntlet. Well, that's what Diablo like, yeah. is, is Gauntlet and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, right. but, yeah, but you have a lot of spells and stuff in Diablo. Well, there's I'm spells not... in this, too. Is there? Yeah, there's spells. There's wizards. You can be wizards and oh, stuff. Oh, you have classes. Yeah, yeah. It's not just the yeah. just run around hack and slash. You actually have classes. Yep. Interesting. So then another one I was interested in that was on the next page. Uh... Well, before we go to that one, I'll, I'll go to this one. This one is definitely Microsoft's answer to, like, Overwatch. This is Bleeding Edge. This is a new company, or not a new company. These are the same people that made um, uh, Hellblade, okay? And now they're coming out with this game. It's a... There's there's 10 characters, it looks like, in the game, but it's a 4v4. Uh, I, I get an Overwatch feel, but some of the graphics and stuff in this looks look badass. The designs, I should say. The character designs look pretty cool. So this is called Bleeding Edge. It's just a, it's just a, it's Overwatch, but that's basically what it is. You're fighting it each looks, other. It, it looks like a, a larger arena wrestling game with abilities. Yeah. So it looks cool. The guy's got a flamethrower that comes out of his mouth. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. I think it looks good. It, I, it, it looks good, but it'd have to be like what, right? Like what? are the moves that you can do if it's not if it's not a shooter technically it's ability based it's ability based yeah right it looks interesting it looks interesting it looks like a it looks like a more developed version of uh what was that game it's gonna bother me now no it's it looks like overwatch but i'm not gonna say overwatch it's not overwatch it is, there was another game you talking about Battleborn? Battleborn? Oh uh, uh, no! Well, yeah, Battleborn Battle from 2K. A shooter. No, Battleborn's a shooter. This is this has got characters, and you're like in a battle royale. It's not it's not like you're just shooting. It's like you probably have like three or four different moves. I don't know what game you're talking about right now. With melee, with with melee moves. I, I can't remember the name of the game. It'll, it'll come to me later. But it, it, they're taking a chance by doing it. But once again. We know how big the base is now. Uh, I, I think you're allowed to try stuff and still be well off. Yeah, well, Microsoft's just trying to get their piece of the pie, right? Yep. Um, again, with, with all the three cross-platforms and stuff, right? You can play with each other. Here's the next one, Battletoads. Yeah, is, it, is, is, it, is it official that uh, Switch is going to, Xbox to be on a Switch? Like the, no, the, no, they didn't the, announce anything like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at least not yet, anyway. Well, that's uh, what they want. They want Xbox if, to be a device, if, not an actual game system. Right. So here's Battletoads. I like the art style. People are upset about the art style. People are upset. They feel like they, this, they look like a mobile game. Um, I mean, I guess I can see it. Well, first of all, it was supposed to be cartoony style. That's what Battletoads is. It's not gritty. It's, first of all, once again, it's uh, not for you. I'm, once again, I'm not trying to get you upset here, but this game really is not for you. It's a hack and slash yeah a rehash of an old hack and slash game i'll play this it's just like i played right it's just fun like to play castle crashers you yes. know what i mean like yeah that's it it's just fun to play yeah. oh god you they brought back the fucking oh, bike yeah. board oh. i fucking hated that fucking map <laughs> except now you're at least you're going forward you can actually see the hole right. as opposed to doing sideways <laughs> right and missing right. that fucking jump like oh 18, god that, that was times. the worst many oh many god. controllers were, were smashed Hated that board. Many controllers were smashed. All right. The next one that I'm actually excited for, and I didn't even know I was going to be excited for it, okay, is Microsoft Flight Simulator. 
Okay. Oh God. I wasn't even I wasn't even looking for this. Didn't know it was coming out. X planes out in the PC. Because it's on PC, right? It's on. It's got to be Mac. No, be no, Mac it's, on PC. it's on Xbox and it's on PC. Oh, but here's on, dude. here's come here's on. the best way though. Yeah, it's, look at it. Watch this. It's like a one to one scale of like San Francisco of like the world. All right. I don't know how this is gonna look on console, but I don't care because I am a Game Pass Ultimate member, meaning I can play this on Game Pass on day one and play it on my computer, right? <clears throat> so I I was very, very, I was like, oh my God, bless you. Uh, I was like, well, wait a minute, Microsoft's coming out with the flight simulator again? I don't know. I can't see it working that that well on a console. Come on, bro. I'm sure it'll work well. I just, the, the detail won't be as this. Now, because this is definitely this is definitely made for PC. Come on. Yeah, but you can play it on PC because if you're part of the Ultimate Game Pass, it's on Game Pass, so you can oh, just no, I, play I it on the it. PC. So I'm definitely going to be playing it on the PC. Well, you definitely, you definitely need a fucking excuse the language. You definitely need a, a heavy PC for this. It looks gorgeous. Look, look at the detail, yeah, dude. It looks gorgeous. And I know people are like, oh, it looks boring. I love, I love getting in the Listen, behind the cockpit first of and stuff. All, and people flying. who say it's boring have no idea what a flight sim is. You, you, you don't get it. I get it. You don't get it. Moving on. Yeah. So this is one of the games Either that you, I was very you, excited you like for to see. Sims, you don't. Right. I play the truck simulator game. I think the truck American truck simulator, Euro, uh, Euro truck simulator is awesome. And now flight simulator is just going to be added to the added to it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That that looks spectacular. If that's the new graphics. Uh, the, I, I want to know the specs on that machine that they were running on. Then the next game they came out with, which I didn't really know, I couldn't really tell it was a Wasteland game because it looks completely different. This is Wasteland 3. Now, they, went more, they went more cartoony, didn't they? Yeah, it looks, it looks, I was like, I was like, when it came out, I was like, what is this? I was like, is this Wasteland? And then I they, wasn't sure. They went more cartoony XCOM-ish, right? Is that, what they, is that what they did? That's what it seems like they did. You're you're playing Wasteland two, 2 now, right? Yeah. Well, the the one on the PC version I got uh, something happened. It got corrupted. I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to get it to work. I'm trying, to, but I found it for eleven dollars on Xbox, and it's the director's cut. So, could have got on Game Pass, dude. Uh, I don't care about Game Pass. <laughs> I can't stress this enough to you. I'm not giving anybody fifteen bucks a month to play games. So that's Wasteland three coming out. I'm not excited for it. I know it's your cup of tea. Uh, well, uh, first of all, I don't say cup of tea, but yeah, it's in my it's in my wheelhouse. It's in my it's in my outhouse. Uh, I, I I don't the only thing I don't like about it is it's it's cartoony. I, I like see, for for me when you do when you do post apocalyptic stuff, and I really love post apocalyptic stuff because there's there's something about the art style that. I'll, you could have different developing teams do post-apocalyptic and they're all a little different. Right. Even though you know it's going to be uh, sheet metal nailed together and half wood, half concrete buildings and like just stuff's all fucked up. Like it's, it's but I've seen four or five different post-apocalyptic games and the art is a little different each time, which is kind of interesting if you think about it because when you think about post-apocalyptic, you just keep saying the same things in your head Right, over and over again. So when you make a cartoon, a cartoony version of it, it breaks the immersion of me. Of it's really post-apocalyptic. It makes it more fantasy for me than actually grounded in reality. If you guys are following uh, at home, every time Sarge says post-apocalyptic, you have to take a shot. 
So you guys should be trashed right about now. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be, yeah, you should be, be trashed hammered. right about now. Uh, the next game that came out from Microsoft, another game that I wasn't looking to get, but I love these games, the Lego Star Wars. They're coming out with the anthology, whatever, all the games, uh, all yeah, the Lego games. It's not, it's not all the games rehashed, put back together, Gary. It's a new game. No, 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 no. It's all the ones from all the trilogies. It's Phantom Menace, all the three. You probably own the six right now. And now they're adding the, the last three. I don't remember when I stopped buying them. Right. So now you have the Phantom Menace all the way up until the Skywalker saga, right? The the last one. So again, nothing nothing spectacular. It's just Lego Star Wars, to me, the best Lego games out there. Right? Lego games are the best games out there, to be honest with you. They're fun. No, they're, they're fun, fun for kids. They're fun for adults. They're, they're especially they're, learning learn, learning the abilities of each of the guys, yeah, and how to and how to use them. Uh, the only one I think I, I've officially that I officially solved all the way through a hundred percent was the Indiana Jones trilogy. Like that's the one I a hundred percented. Like I I, 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 I think I I've done it, them I all. Played, I played it so much that at the end of the game, when you do everything, it just rains coins. Yeah, it rains coins. Yeah. When you, when you finish the game officially, it just rains coins. This next game that came out, this is like a cool art style and uh, concept. This is called 12 Minutes. It's a, a top-down, and it's like Groundhog's Day. Okay? So, basically, it's a... Here, I, I'll put the sound on for this. I have a surprise for you. You want to guess Which one is this? 12 minutes. This is an outfit for a newborn. You bought it this morning. You wanted to surprise me. I'm sorry. You're pregnant. You know? I know because you already gave it to me. This has happened before. What are you talking about? What's going on? Someone is coming. He's going to hurt us. He it's ground. He lives the same 12 minutes over and over. I need to know what happened. And you have to, you have to continue going through stuff and try to figure stuff out as Why it goes through. Oh, God, it's Groundhog Day? My father died. died of a heart attack? No. I, 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 I didn't have anything to do with... Any second now, he's going to knock on that door. Help me. This isn't happening. This can't be happening. Police, open up. That's him. Did you call the police? We have a warrant. Please open the door. I didn't do anything. We're here to help. Don't listen to him. I'm your only chance. Open the door right now. You know me. I love you. You have to believe me. Stop. No. Under arrest. No. Hey. <laughs> Twelve minutes passed, and now it's a different home. thing. What are you doing? And you have to try to figure okay? out stuff and. This would be this isn't this would make someone crazy. And I believe this is on Game Pass. So that's uh twelve minutes. <laughs> Somebody, someone's gonna lose their mind playing that game, bro. <laughs> They showed uh, Gears 5. Gears 5, let me see. Uh, they had a new escape mode. They didn't really show any gameplay of the actual game. They're, they're keeping stuff, uh, you know, for the next Gamescom that comes out in August. So, Gears 5, it's 
I, I haven't played Gears 4 yet. I played 1, 2, and 3. Didn't never play Judgment. Never played uh, 4. And now here comes 5. I like the Gears series. It just, I kind of like lost interest of it just because of my, my age, I guess. You know, it was just, it wasn't for me anymore. I mean, it came out, originally it came out, what, 2006? So we're talking about 13 years, 14 years. <clears throat> this new game mode looked fun. I, I watched the, the, the gameplay of it. It, it's got its boring moments and then it's got its exciting moments it's fun like i can see myself playing it a couple times i don't see myself playing this over and over and over and over and over and over you know what i mean but uh well, i just missed what the storyline was i i know that the uh, the original guy had finally got killed and so it's his daughter well, or this this right here is a game mode this is that has nothing to do with story this is a completely different standalone mode this is like a left for dead Try to escape. You have a bomb that you planted. It break. It, you have to. You try to have to. Ugh. You have to try to escape from the bowels of wherever you are. Um, so this gas keeps moving through. So as you're going through, you have basically it's sort of like a BR as far as where you have to scavenge for your gear, like a survival mode. So okay. you have to try to get your okay. bullets. You have to try to get all the do stuff um, and and progress through the level as the gas is catching up to you. As there's guys in front of you and you're trying to lock them in, get out of the out of the. Uh, the research center or whatever. It's just a little game mode. It's three. It's a three, three, uh, three verse PVE. Seems pretty fun. Well, I'm sure it's gonna be one of these things where you're gonna have to have. First of all, you gotta have three people or four people that know what the you, hell they're you doing. You have to play with three people. You can. Right. They say it's impossible to play by yourself. Well, I don't want to say play but impossible. Right, Some somebody will do it by themselves. But they said there's different abilities and different things that you need all three people to to have the best the best time in there well, and i'm sure it's trial and error i'm <laughs> sure that the first couple of times through is a little rough and then as you learn the board learn where the stuff is you start to get better so you get you do better times right, right. that's probably what's, what's yeah there's the leaderboards there's times and stuff like that so yeah it seems like a fun mode just another another gears i'm really surprised though that microsoft is not waiting for the next console to release that like Halo, Gears, like, but you, you know, like what Nintendo does. You know why, though? You know why? Because of xCloud and Game Pass and it's backwards right, compatible. They don't, they, they don't, they don't want it. They don't want to, they don't want to put it in everyone's head that the box is what you need for things to be better. Right. They want you to believe that the service is right. what you need for yeah. things to be better. So if they, if they kept waiting for the next console to come out, then everyone, everyone's <laughs> like what they're doing now. Is they stop buying consoles, waiting for the new console to come out. They're, they know the new one's coming, so people stop buying consoles. Right. So the next one I want to talk about is uh, is Forza Horizon uh, Four. Didn't know this was coming out. This is a DLC pack that's coming out. It's already out. It came out yesterday. It's a Legos DLC where you can play vi you can play Forza Horizons now with Lego cars. Okay. Well, my first question is. Are the cars destructible? Uh, probably not, because the regular cars aren't destructible. So I would oh. I would assume they they have to follow the same. Come on, dude. That's it's the same Lego. Logic. Yeah, and you're and you're not building them either. Come on, dude. Right? It's Lego. So they just they just teamed up with Lego. My son's absolutely ecstatic about this. He wants he wants this game. He's like, I want I want to drive Lego cars. I'm like, all right. So I think it's like uh, twenty bucks. I think it is. For the, I don't know the actual game price, pass, bro. It's it's on Game Pass. The game itself is is free, but this is a DLC. You have to pay for the DLC. So, 
another thing I didn't wasn't aware it was coming out, and this is the thing I'll probably I'll probably play a little bit. So, and you get to build your house as you level up and stuff. There's like a Lego house you build and, and add on to it, but you can't build the house yourself. It's not like the other Lego games. Um, <clears throat> another thing that came out, uh, State of Decay. This is the expansion. It's out now. It's not playing. Let me see if we can try it again. Yeah. So I'm not even going to show it. State of Decay 2 Heartland. It added two new characters, uh, two new storylines. It's about eight hours of content. Um, so... You can you can watch that, uh, and that's out now. So, State of K two. Here's a game that took took eight years to come out, coming out next year. Fantasy Star Online two. Apparently, I can't get content here. These videos are not popping up. There's something wrong. Uh oh. Tell me, tell me, my internet's going down again. Tell, tell me my internet's going on. You guys can see me. You guys good? I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little bit of a, a lag or a lag spike is. or something's going on. There it is. Fantasy Star Online. So this is Fantasy from Sega. Fantasy Star Online 2. It's been out for eight years over overseas. And they're finally coming out here. Free MMO RPG. I'm I'm on I'm on board. If I, if I remember correctly, Fantasy Star was the one that was on Sega Genesis. Yes. Well, it was also on the I believe it was on the Nintendo, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but not for a while. The original the original was oh, not, not 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 Nintendo. The uh, PlayStation. Was, PlayStation. The original was Sega. Yeah, yeah. Fantasy Star was from Sega. <laughs> so, I'm excited about this. I mean, hell, Destiny even took. They were fans of Fantasy Star Online, and they took they took stuff from this game, and basically that's where they were inspired by to make Destiny. That I believe. So this looks fantastic, and especially it's it's a free MMO that's that's coming out. Uh, so I think it comes out in April or March. It just says twenty twenty, I believe. I'm excited. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of uh, MMO RPGs coming out, or I should say, JMMOs. Well, if it has it, it has its following, they're, I think, but they're, they're trying to test the American market, right? Because this is a staple for Japanese Japanese gamers. Like this is like their their Mario, or this is their right. Well, World of Warcraft type of stuff. So yeah, I'm 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 excited for this. I'll play it when it comes out because I don't have to how, how, because how, I don't have to pay long? for it. How long was that that Fantasy Star was that? That was like the early O's, I think it was. Uh, when, they, eight. when they finally came out, it's eight. It's eight years ago. Eight years ago, I believe. All right. So, and then <clears throat> Halo Infinite was the, the the big one at the end of the Microsoft conference. A little disappointed they didn't kind of show anything as far as gameplay. They just showed Master Chief. Master Chief uh, was outside the thing, and this guy brings him back to life, and then. You have to go fight some people. Don't know what it is. Now, from the trailer last year to the trailer this year, last year, you, the, tra the trailer last year, you got this feeling that it was a co-op multiplayer game, right? Because they showed four people walking on a beach or whatever. And now you're a one guy in a trapped ship and they bring Master Chief back. So from this, <clears throat> do you think this is a games of service or do you think this is a true Halo game? 
I, I just wish they would actually I, I understand you want a little bit of a hype involved in it. I just wish they would tell you what it is. Just give us just put us in a direction. Put us in a direction. Well, I, I think they are with these two tra different trailers, but they just haven't said out outright what well, it is. The first trailer says open world and possibly multiplayer. Right. The second trailer says, hey, by the way, we have a story. Okay, but you don't put them together and tell me what it is. Like I, I don't I don't I don't understand how how hard it is to want to hype something up and actually explain what it is as opposed to lying for 18 months and then dropping it on somebody and be like, well, don't worry, it's well, a games as a service. We'll I wouldn't really it call later. it a lie though. They haven't lied about anything. They just haven't told us anything yet. You know, just 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 say it. Just say it. That's all I'm saying. At this point in time, where nobody is falling for the gas shit again. No one cares. I would rather the game come I, I, out and then figure it out and then buy it later down the road. And here's why I think that it is a game of service. If they come out and tell us it's a game of service right now, people would start losing their shit, right? So wait until three weeks beforehand? I then think, let us know? I think what After they're trying to... hyped up for 18 months? I think what they're trying to show is that this is a story on top of the games of service, right? I think that's what they're trying to trying to do because you'll, you'll lose interest. They're trying to keep the hype up for it. And they, and how do you do that? Show fucking master chief, man. You show them. The world of halo is so profound and deep that you can make a game that's small to start and then actually add DLC that would expand mm. the world you create. Like Maybe that's what they should have done. Maybe that's what they're doing. Right. But if you just make it to where, guess what, guys, you're a Spartan running around and shooting shit. Like, if that's all it is, it's then, destiny. It's destiny. But in the Halo that's universe, all it right? is. then that's all it is. So what I what I think it happens, and this is just from the trailer I watched. He's like, what happened? We, we lost whatever. So basically what I think happens is you have to re reestablish all this. So I think he's going to be a character, but I don't think you get to be Master Chief. I think it's a Halo Reach. But you're, but you're not supposed to be Master Chief. You might be able—remember the Spartan program, right? You have the normal soldiers, and then you have the Spartan program, okay? Now, if you're an elite group of Spartans, then all you really are are Guardians. It's the same— Exactly. It's the same thing, bro. It's the same thing. And if, if they take any cues from Reach, which I think would be epic— because every I loved Reach. Like, oh yeah, Reach is book, one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Right, Reach is amazing. So now, if you don't, if you don't allow people just to figure out what the game is beforehand, and you're gonna think you're gonna sneak it up and just drop it as a Halo Destiny clone type of thing, it, you, all all the only people gonna play it are your, are your diehard Halo people, okay? And I, I don't think that's enough people for it to consider doing well as far as the way that they look at things i i i still i'm still sticking with it it's destiny but in the halo universe they they want I, they want a piece of the pie well listen if you give me if you give me the classes like you did in reach where uh, I, i'm a specific class this is what i do type of thing and then you're supposed to pair up with guys to go on missions and stuff and let's say there's only 30 missions in the in the, in the regular game and then as the game grows bigger you download more story and whatever. That's how you would do a true games as a service, right. right? An established core game with an established game base, 
and tell a story. And then once you go through the story, it doesn't have to be as epic as like what cyberpunk is trying to do where you have multiple endings or everything, but it would be, if it was, it would also, it would be awesome if it were. And then as the, as the months go on, you let people purchase more missions for different things, a different planet to go to, whatever, a reason to want to buy a DLC, a reason right. to want content, right. You want the reason you want to do those kind of things, and then you you elaborate on the story of your actual character, like right. the sniper class or the heavy class or whatever. Well, I think that's it's, it's very. Uh, what did I tell you, Mike? No more negativity. All I'm going to say is very ambitious. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to Halo Infinite. Very ambitious. Now, now we're going to Bethesda's thing. They come out on the stage and they talk about Fallout 76. They said we had a lot of problems, such and such. They uh. They talk about a BR. They talk about a BR, and I played this BR this week, and I have to say, it's actually pretty good. Okay? Now, again, I talked about this on my stream. My expectations for Fallout 76 were here. Here's where the actual expectations should be. Right? So I've lowered my expectations. Right? So now, my expectations are this low. So the BR is back up here where expectations should have been. It's actually pretty fun. Honest to God, it's an actually pretty fun BR. They've done a really good job with it, the way they've done it. It needs a couple tweaks. The The gunplay is has never been the best in Fallout, okay? But the actual Nuclear Winter BR, they should just add it in. It's just more content for you to play on a shitty game right now. Now, what they really showed, though, is the Wastelanders game. Where is it? Is this... This is the Wastelanders. This should be the Wastelanders DLC stuff. So <clears throat> this is the NPCs they're putting in with full dialogues and the NPCs and stuff, right? So now you have raiders and then you have other people. Now, I don't want to say I told you so, but a year ago when they announced this game and people were losing their shit because they're like, well, there's no NPCs in the game. It's just robots. And I said, that'll come next year. Okay. Because they want you to be like the people that are procreating the world. Like you're going out in the world and discovering the world and you can't find anybody. Here it is a year later. Now there's other people. Other vaults opened up. Other things opened up. So that's what it's supposed to be. I knew this shit was going to happen before. Everyone's like, see, they finally did what we asked. No, I'm telling you right now, this was planned 100% down the road. Okay. They weren't going to release the NPC guys from day one. They just weren't. My my issue with with the Fallout universe at this point in time is I understand they're trying to branch out. Okay, number one, they're trying to branch out because they see how much money everybody else is making doing the things that they don't do. So now they're trying to play catch up instead of trying to be innovative and do things in their own world and, and innovate those areas. They're trying to copy everybody else. That's strike number one. Strike number two is going to be that the engine. That the Fallout is created, and I'm not talking about like the age of it. I'm talking about that it's the creation. It, it's yeah. it's it's ability to do a first-person shooter action game are very limited, and it's very clunky compared to any other first-person shooter you have ever played in your fucking life. Okay, this engine is not made to do a BR mode battle. You know, with first-person shooting, the engine just doesn't work that way. Okay. So they're basically what they're doing is they're chasing something with an engine that doesn't do it to try to follow somebody else. 
The last time I checked, AAA companies are supposed to be ahead of the curve, innovative, and have people follow them. Bethesda, all they've been doing the last couple of years is chasing tail, right? That's strike two, right? Strike three for me is the unbelievable list, and the list is longer than my arm, of lies spewing forth from Bethesda about anything tangible, okay? They just keep telling you over and over again that the game's good. The game's good. The game's good. The game's good. Well, I'm not brain damaged. I can read. And I know that you discounted your game one month after it came out. Twice. And if you twice. And yeah. if you discount a game twice after one month, your game's not good. I don't know. I'm not sure how to stress this enough. That's a sign that you're not selling games. Now, you want to stay positive. You want to say whatever you want to say. You want to have your PR man come on on, on, on web shows, whatever else, and say how they were expecting a few bumps. Uh, There's it wasn't, still a we, shit we ton of people playing this game. That, that's fine. There's going to be a population base for every game. No, okay? that's not true. There's, yes. game, there's games that yes. die out there. There is. But Fallout has a long history. No, so that, people that... are going to give it a chance. Yeah. It's not a lawbreaker. Okay, it's not the same thing. Okay, so when you make a game like this and you're trying to do all the stuff that your team doesn't know how to do, then how about you just say that in the beginning? How about you just tell us that you're wanting to try something new? We want to see if you guys are on board with us. We know you're loyal fans. Here's what we're trying to do. Yeah, he stated, instead, he stated that in the, in the interview with McCaffrey, though. Right. Yeah. After well, he did. a year. Well, after a year. Well, well after six months. Okay. Right. So he he Please. he acknowledged that. Uh, that's great. That's great. Let it ride is what I say. Let I it think ride. I think the the DLC that comes out for the NPCs. I think once they get the bugs out. So we're talking. It comes out in November. So we're talking about this time next year. This game will be will be Fallout. Will we'll be, be Fallout with multiplayer when we're, a game is first released. Yes. Sure. I'll two and a half I'll take years. A look at it then. Yeah. Two and a half years after. Well, actually, a year and a half after it launched, it'll be where where it should have been from day one. Is where I'm it should not, have been. I'm not going to become I'm not going to become brainwashed over the, over periods of time where I'm supposed to believe that games are better two and a half years after they come out because that's the way it is. I'm not going to believe in that kind of theory. I'm sorry. Uh, so the sorry. Elder Scrolls uh, has the DLC coming out. Uh, they talked about Legends. Rage 2 has a DLC coming out. Wolfenstein Youngblood. It looks like a fun game. I, I'm not interested in it myself. Deathloop, don't know much about it. It's basically the way they describe it is you versus somebody else, and you constantly kill each other over and over. It seems pretty redundant and seems pretty pretty lame. Uh, this game, Fallout, Fall Guys, looks from De Devolver Digital. Looks pretty fun. It's, it, they didn't even show gameplay, but... It's basically you try to stay alive, right? You're a bunch of little guys and you're running across obstacle courses and different things. And you're just, it's like a battle royale. But it looks like, it looks like a multiplayer lemming. Right. You're just trying to be the last guy surviving. Yeah. Like lemmings. Yeah. That's all. So fun little game. I'll play this with, the, with, with, with chat and stuff. Yeah. I'll play this with chat. Well, you, you'll play that with chat after you either take some mushrooms or have some special tea. <clears throat> Borderlands 2 DLC came out. I haven't played it yet. Um, but we knew it was coming out. 
and I said they were going to release it for free, and they did. And it came out on Sunday last week, so it's almost a week old already. I haven't, even, I haven't, even, I haven't even played it yet. I downloaded it, but I haven't played it yet. Here's the. Have actual, you, it? Have you, have you I, played it at I, all? I haven't played it at all yet. Okay. Oh, I found I found footage of um, here you go, destroy all humans. This did is, you did you see the new trailer for Borderlands Three? It made me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Did you see the new one? I haven't seen the new one. You should look up the new one. So this is destroy all humans here. That's how you hype a game up. Oh, beautiful! Like just nuke all of. I, I I think I might like this for stress relief. Yeah, games like this are fun. Like you don't have to think about anything. You just kind of just you just fight everybody and kill everything. That guy sucks. He can't. Oh, this he must be using a controller instead of a mouse. He's horrible. <laughs> he he hasn't made one he hasn't made one curve yet. He's just going left and right and up yeah, and down. Just, just, eh, eh, eh. So yeah, that's it. That's uh, destroy all humans. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Final Fantasy VII remake. Okay, there's a lot of there's a lot of controversy with this one. I heard uh, from what I understand. It's not just a redo of the game. That's why it's taking so long. It's an actual reimagining of the game. A reimagining. Yeah. So that's why the combat system is 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 unique. They say it's it's a cross between what was the game with the dragons that that didn't that didn't make it. Scalebound. Scalebound. Thank you. Right. So it's multiplayer like that. The environment is limited, but you have free roam to move around. And they say it's kind of turn-based. I don't know what that means. This, this, but it looks like an action RPG. So the fighting style in this, when I saw this, I said, like, "This is what this is what Star Wars game needs to look like." The fighting style. I'm not talking mm. about the way it looks. Right, right. The way he moves fluently. That's what the last Jedi, or sorry, Fallen Order needs to look like. It looks very clunky. This looks very smooth when he's like, look at the look at the the fighting, look when he when he slices and stuff. All right, this is what it needs to be when it comes to. You need to feel like you're you're a badass, and Jedi Fallen right. Order doesn't feel that way, right? right? That's what it's missing. So yeah, so Final Fantasy Seven. I mean, like I I love Final Fantasy Seven, like like ridiculous. I, I think that's that the last game. one I played. I played that game to the point where my controller didn't work anymore. Like that's how long I played that game. So, and by the way, people don't know what grinding is. Like people don't understand what grinding in a game actually is until you've grinded in Final Fantasy VII. Because in order to get those materia to level up, in order for them to split, in order for them to put them on the guys, you need to defeat the the main bosses at the end and the special bosses at the end. The amount of time needed to grind those things is biblical. It makes it makes a three month stint of Destiny look like a, a tea party. Okay, how much you have to grind? And why do you think most of us who played the Final Fantasy series hear that song in our head every time something bad happens or something's over? Right. It got to the point where I had to put background music while I played the game, so I wouldn't listen to that anymore. So the next game I'll talk about is Chivalry 2. Chivalry 2. This is getting some uh, backlash from it because these guys originally were were, were crowdfunded. 
Right. And then they made the first one. Right. And then they now went with, I think this one was crowdfunded again. They made like 7 million or something like that. No, no, that's streaming. Uh, that, sorry. That, th this one was also, and it was supposed to be on Steam. And now it's on Epic exclusive. Okay. So people want a refund. <clears throat> and now. And they offer no refunds. And they offer no refunds. Yeah. Right. So, so now, so what does that, what does that tell you about, uh, Kickstarter now. What does that say about contributing to Kickstarter? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and then and then on top of that, they they the people are like, well, I'll just go play Mular, whatever it is. It's a it's another it's another game just like Sh uh, Chivalry, and that's that's blowing up right now. So people are like, I'll just go play that instead, right? So they're a little pissed about that. Uh, mutant uh, Mutant Year Mutant Year Zero. Seed of Evil is a DLC that's coming out. Um, it's actually a fun game. It's like an XCOM game. You would actually like this game, Sarge. I played a little bit of it, but it didn't. It didn't. Didn't grab me. But everyone says it's a really good game. So uh, looks like XCOM. It is. It's like XCOM. You'll, you'll see the gameplay. I think. Oh, this is just the trailer. Yeah, they don't show the. Yeah, it's like there it is, like right like that. So it's a fun. It's a fun game. It's cool. So this is the DLC that's coming out for it, and it's on Game Pass. Uh, zombie. Is that, wait, is that the one where the, like, the pig and the duck and the guys are roaming around? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I got it. This one's a uh, Zombie Army Four. This is more cinematic trailers. Again, they don't really show gameplay. And we'll talk about that at the end of the at the end of the podcast here. Speaking of zombies, what's the what was the last update for State of the K two? Because I'm kind of interested in playing that that's a little bit. The, that's the one that was it was called Heartland. I just told you earlier. We just went over it. That was it. That was it. It's Heartland. You have two protagonists. So you have what's well, two two groups of it's a it's a girl and her aunt, and a guy and his friend, and they're going back to the Heartland, and there's eight hour campaign. Uh, so it's like ten bucks I think for the, for the DLC. Okay. And does it expand to the map you already have on, or you travel no, to a different map? It's, it's a the separate. Old, it's, map. it's a separate. It's old map. But it looks fun. Uh, if if you're thinking about getting it, let me know because then I might I might play with you. Well, I, I, every once in a while, I just like I like to go back to that kind of game because I like the hopelessness about it. Like I like the fact that you have to scavenge and you're constantly under threat and you have to build up your base and especially if you can invite me into your game. Right, it's just hilarious what ends up happening, yeah, especially it's just a when fun you play. Game. With, especially when you play with a couple of people that don't give a shit and just throwing bombs at each other to let the to let the uh, mayhem ensue. Right, you know that that's what makes the game actually fun. But I like I like the sense of dread about it. Like I like the that I can lose my guy and he's gone. I like that part of it that makes you play different. Right, as opposed to just running around running gunning. Here's uh, the people that made Park Planet. Uh, Planet Coaster. They made Planet Zoo now. This seems pretty cool. I mean, uh, it's supposed to be where they're trying to give activists and stuff. Uh, they're trying to educate people while you play the game. You can actually build just like you do in Planet uh, Planet Coaster. So the buildings and stuff and the and the different things that you put inside the is each Matt pen. Damon is Matt Damon the voiceover guy? No, he's you? not. That'd be funny though. <laughs> Does it have Matt Damon? Yeah, I I'm, not gonna buy, I'm not going to buy it. No. I, I bought a zoo or whatever. I, yeah, I think Matt Damon should be in it. Uh, yeah. But they, the the NPCs and the animals, they actually interact. So you can build all this, 
Whatever you build, they'll interact whatever you build. So well, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Wait, wait. That's called AI, right? Yeah, it's called AI. Let's let's yeah. take some notes about what things actually do when they have AI in a game. So this would be cool. I, I like these games. This will be one of those games I get later down the road, though. I won't get this when it comes out. I think it comes out soon. I think it comes out in August or November, if I'm not mistaken. It actually looks pretty good. Yeah, no. Yeah, November 5th. Well, listen, the guys, the guys that did Planet Coaster, like, they took a lot of cues from the older amusement park games. Like, you can legit build any park you want with Planet Coaster. Like, legit. Like, the real parks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is the next update for Warframe. Uh, I forget what the name of this one is, but basically, this is what they showed last year. Where you can get in your ships and have multiple people on your crew and and fight things in the in fight on the bridge of the ship and fight other ships and out in the out in space in front of your ship and board other NPC ships. Dude, this sounds so familiar, Mike. So this sounds so familiar. When did we talk about this? I'll I'll jump back when into did, this. When did we when did we talk about this? I'm pretty sure we talked about this what what when Destiny first started? Yeah. Yeah, we're like, why doesn't Destiny years ago? do something like? Why doesn't Destiny do something like this? Oh wait, Warframe did it. Okay. Yeah, so I'll I'll jump back into Warframe when, once this comes out. We don't know an actual date when that comes out. Hopefully, it's sooner than later. They've done some stuff. We'll know more at TennoCon at July six. That's gonna be a busy weekend because that's Guardian Con and TennoCon. Uh, so we'll find out more on July sixth. When that launches, I think it'll launch this year. I think it'll launch in like uh, November or something like that. Um, let's see. What's another one? Oh, here's a show that's coming out. They didn't get very good buzz, but Ubisoft um, and the people that make It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia are coming out with a show called Mystic Quest. It's uh, basically it's World of Warcraft. It's a, it's a television show. It's going to be on Apple TV or Apple Plus. Mm-hmm. Where a guy owns, you know, like Blizzard, and he makes this game called Mythic Quest, and it's it's basically a show around the 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 lore and stuff of that, right? Just mm. of owning a video game company. So basically, it's almost it's, it's, like it's, it's it's a show about reality. It's almost like the guild. Show. It's almost like the guild. Yeah, yeah. Right, but it's but instead of being in the actual game, it's the the owner of the company and the people that make the game, right? So. I don't know if it's going to be good or not. They're making fun of themselves. Is that what's happening? Basically, yeah. He's making fun of Blizzard? Is that what, no, is that well, what this is? No, he's, well, it's Ubisoft making it, not not Blizzard. But yeah, but they're making fun of Blizzard. They're making fun of MMOs and gaming and, and no, just general. Of, they're making fun of World of Warcraft, bro. Come on. Yeah. So that, that's a show that's coming out, that uh, Mystic Quest on Apple TV, I believe. Uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breaking Point. I mean, I didn't play Wildlands. This is supposed to be the sequel to that. If you're if you're a Tom Clancy fan, you like is the it, Ghost is, Recon is, stuff. But it's like Far Cry. It's basically what it is. Wildlands is like Far Cry, except it was multiplayer. Yeah, it just it just it didn't do much for me. I'm just like whatever. Uh, Tom Clancy Division Two Year One. There's it was a decent game though. It sold well. Oh, you talking about you talking about the Wildlands or you talking yeah. about yeah. Once again, I believe I believe that Tom Clancy Games has has its niche market. Like the guys who are going to buy that game, it's not this it's not this battle over trying to sell twenty million copies in order to right. consider yourself a good game. You know what I mean? Right. So then then uh, Tom Clancy's Division Two 
year one, they have episode three and then the, the first look. Now, the first look, they say they're going back to New York. Um, so they're they're coming back, which I always find I always find funny when they when they mention stuff like this, because they take something away from you, Destiny, and then they sell it back to you at a at a full price, and then they're like, well, it's free content. It comes it comes later down the road. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let, listen. You have to think of it in terms of business, bro. Like, there's a certain there's a certain leash you're allowed to have, right? So I'm allowed to use assets that I've already created, so I don't have to spend the next 18 months creating new assets. I can just manipulate the assets I already have into something different and give people a different experience. So we understand why they do it. And in, in today's day, the, the the amount of time it takes to create a vivid, livid, a, a, a vibrant, excuse me, vibrant world where you actually believe that you're there takes time. And so until the gaming industry starts making some I guess adjustments in its development process, like the new engines or things that help them create things better or quicker, that we're gonna be stuck on this timetable where three to five is pretty much where you wanna be for a top-end AAA game, right? Until they find ways of making things quicker and easier, this is where we are. And so they are gonna use or reuse assets that they have in order to create content. We've seen it before, here, here, and we're going to continue to see yeah, it. Yeah, but here's what they should do. Video game industry, if you're listening, if you ever listen to this podcast or anybody else, they need to take... Look, Destiny gave us the moon. Then they ripped the moon away <laughs> from us. Okay? Then they gave us Destiny 2, and now they're giving us the moon again. Okay? And you have to say, pay for the moon. Here's, what, here's where the industry, what they should do. If you made this set world, okay, that world is made, okay? Now you continue it on, and if you want to make expansions, and I've, I, I've talked about this with Anthem but before they even came out. I said if they give us this world, and then they give us another world, and they this is an expansion, right? So I pay for this expansion with this new planet, okay? I still have this planet, and now I have this planet, and so I have two planets to explore. Division, we had New York, Okay. Then they got rid of New York. Now we're in D.C. And now they're bringing us back to D New York. But they're charging me. They they chart. I, I paid for New York once. I now paid for D.C. And now it's free content, but I still paid for D.C. Just expand the world. Like, instead of charging 60 bucks or 100 bucks every year, okay, you could literally go, here's New York. You paid 60 bucks for Division, Okay. Washington DC is coming out. It's going to $30. It's just DC, $30, $40. Boom. Oh, now we're coming out with Chicago, $30, $40. Here you go. Oh, we have this new add on that we're doing. We're going back to New York because it's seven months later. Now it's summertime in New York. Here you go. New York's, you already own New York. So you can just go back to New York. It's a free event, such and such. There you go. Instead of charging constantly, taking it away from you because you have no choice, they just take it away from you. Yeah, the, marketing, right? the marketing people have decided that. Uh, you need to have a main title in order to sell copies, in order to keep the population base healthy, is what they think. But look at MMOs. I, they I, do it correctly. Yeah, I, I understand that, but these are not MMOs. Yeah, this they, this they is the language. To... This is the language they like to use. Okay. They need to start using they, what they, they Elder Scrolls did, World of Warcraft did. Right, but they don't have – listen, they don't have the, – the, the balance between the two is they don't have a monthly subscription in order to fund – the ability to keep making the world bigger. Correct. And leave, and leave, leave it so in the Destiny Division model, 
what they do is we do a big game, we do an expansion, and then when the player base starts to drip off because they're bored of it, then we have to make a new game in order to get people excited to want to come back. Let me because we don't have the reoccurring income that the rest of them have. Let me tell you, that's how we get our income again. The the that's income the income that they're getting from microtransactions, even though the Eververse is not very popular in we Destiny. Don't know, don't know. No, we know, right? No, we don't. No, don't we, know. We, that's why they double down on it because they know that's why they're giving the game away for free. Okay, and the Eververse is more more purchasable than ever, right? They've they've converted their game into because they made more money off microtransactions than they ever did if they charged a monthly did, subscription. Did don't, we don't know that. Do you have numbers? For I don't that? have I don't actual proof. I know. The proof I That's have though is them doubling down on the Eververse. And wanting to get the player and wanting to get the player base back up, but that's what Division is doing. Division has microtransactions in the game since the beginning, but no one ever brings that up. They're making more money from the and I'm not mad at them making for the microtransactions because you could play the whole game. I paid sixty bucks. I played through the whole game. Never spent one one cent. Okay, but they don't need to charge a monthly fee like an MMO because the monthly fee that they're getting from the microtransactions is much more than if they charge ten bucks a month. I'm telling you. I'm telling you it is, okay? That's why all these companies charge more for microtransactions than they do for actual content. They're like, hey, here's here's free content. Oh, and by the way, we've 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 thrown in another 200 items in the game that you can that you can purchase, right? I'm fine with that. What I'm not fine with is when they give you something, take it away, and then charge you again for it, right? MMOs, but that's but that's their business. MMOs, model. Elder Scrolls does it. Uh, uh, Warcraft does it, where you play the game. They give you a new section, and it's just added on. You pay for that new yeah, section, ESO, but you ESO can does still do that. No, no, ESO, but e you can still go back and play the no, old no, content. Yeah, yeah, ESO does yeah. It that way. The world, the world just keeps getting bigger. Bigger they got a new zone. Yes. Right. And if you want that new section, you can buy the new section. Now, Destiny is doing that. In the future, you can just a la carte. If you want to buy that new section, then you buy the new section. But the problem is, I've already paid for the moon. Right, and now they've redone the moon, and I have to pay for it again, which I'm going to pay for it again. Yeah, but but it's, but, it, but, you, but you're already in it, bro. You already. Paid I, for I, the I moon. am. I'm in it because I've I've invested five years, and I want to see how the end of the story goes. That's it, like watching it, Star it, Wars it, one, two. It ends, it ends with you being broke and very disappointed. Right. That's that's what that ends. Like up I with. have to go see the the Skywalker movie. I've watched eight movies. Right. I have. To, I need closure. Right. Right. How do you watch? How do you watch all the MCU movies and that goes to the end game? Right? Like, oh, right. I just don't want to see Endgame. It's like, no, you've invested the time. You have right. to go watch it. You have to complete it, right? All right. Next one I want to talk about. This one looks fun. This is, this one is um, Rocket League all over again. I see this. Oh, it's not working. All right. Let me see. Gameplay. There you go. This is Rocket League all over again. This is Roller Championship. It's Roller Derby. It's Roller Derby. Instead of cars, you're just characters. Okay. And you're in a roller derby tournament, right? And you play, and it's about the character. It's not about like your skill is your skill. I think I think this is something that'd be great for 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 online. It is, yeah. It's online. It's it's, it's against other people. I've been watching it. I try to get in, but for some reason my Ubisoft no, like, account like, doesn't like work. Like tournament style stuff. Yeah, right. it, it, it's fantastic. There's leaderboards and different things. I think it's a fun little game. It's like Rocket League, but instead of instead of cars with soccer balls, you're now doing roller derby. Right. So anyway, fun game. I've been watching a lot of it. It looks I mean, it, it looks kind of fun. Yeah. It looks kind of fun. Yeah, it's just a fun thing. 
Remember, remember roller derby? Remember on TV, you used to come after American I, I, Gladiators? I used to, roller, I used to, used to come in after, yeah, after American Gladiators. It was, it was such such good. They had the guys and girls with the big fucking ramp that used to come up, and they had that jump in the middle and stuff. Oh, so, so. Well, that, yeah, that was the crazy one. That's when they got really crazy. Yeah. This one is the new game coming out from... It's a cinematic... Okay, it's not working. Cinematic reveal... Roller Derby was just popular enough to where they made one movie about it called Rollerball, and it sucked, and then Roller Derby went out of existence. Let me see if I can find this one. This one's not working. This is Gods and Monsters. Let me see if I can find this one real fast. I would, I would love for them to make a Godzilla game, but have all the monsters. You have to unlock them and fight with them and stuff. I think that would be fun. Like a battle, like a battle royale with monsters? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like wrestling, except with monsters. And, the, and you have to unlock their abilities. It takes time to figure out their abilities and lock them. So this is just a trailer revealed, whatever. I don't really think they show gameplay. This is Gods and Monsters, the next game coming from the people that created Assassin's Creed. Um, it looks pretty cool. I like the art style of it. I really, I really like how this looks. I haven't played Assassin's Creed in so long. But this looks fun. You know, I almost get like a Kid Icarus uh, uh, feel from it, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so it's the creators of it, and you're, you're fighting you're fighting guys, and you're, you're wide open worlds, and you get to do a bunch of different stuff. It's Assassin's Creed, but now it's Gods and Monsters. Comes out next year. So that looks fun. Might, it might be it might be decent. It looks it looks looks interesting. Yeah, it looks fun. <clears throat> All right, then the next one. Where is the one I? Where are we on time? Closing. I don't in. know what time. What, what time did you start? We started at like eleven uh, thirty. We're an hour and forty four hour thirty four minutes in. Yeah, we got time. There's too much to talk about, man. Uh, are we bouncing around? Or do you have no, a I'm list? still I'm still going. I'm still going. Uh, okay. This is another game I was interested in. So <clears throat> remember RC RC cars back in the day? At RC Pro-Am? Yep. Absolutely. So this reminds me of RC Pro-Am, but the difference between this and RC Pro-Am is... You can win this game? Well, no. When you play this game, you see how... I love the I love the art style of this. Okay. The cars, though, are like Gran Turismo. And what I mean by that, and like Grand Theft Auto, because they have weight behind it, right? So it's not like these other games where it's just kind of like they're all loose all over the track. They actually have weight to the actual... To the actual cars. So you, have to, you have to learn the car. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a new way of, of racing. I kind of like this better than the first person, like, in the car, in the in the thing. Yeah, it almost looks like Micro Machines Brain. That's a, that's actually a good one. You know you, you know what it looks like? It looks like that, uh, that those cars you could buy right now, Onkyo. The Onkyo Oh, cars. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it what it looks like. like. It looks like a video game of Onkyo. Another game wait, is... is, it, is it, wait, is it multiplayer? Yeah, it's multiplayer, yeah. How many, how many multiplayer? Uh, I'm not sure. That actually kind of come, that would actually could be kind of fun. Let me see if it says it in the in the video. Imagine imagine playing against twenty five guys and you're and you're racing for points and shit. I think that'd be kind of cool. Does it say? I, I don't know why. Plan your pit style. It doesn't say. I know I know it's multiple race wheel to wheel with friends. It just says wheel to wheel with friends. You, you, you know what I you know what I. A game like that though, this is how you'd have to break it down because in order to stop trolls from fucking up your game and stuff, you'd have to have brackets where you train by racing the tracks and by your best times on those tracks that's the grouping you get to go into you, you know what i mean oh, like, yeah 
like if I'm if I if I could do the track in three minutes twenty seconds and it's like a little bracket between like three twenty and three forty five, like that kind of thing, then those people are like in a bracket. So next time you get online, you're not with people that are trying to fuck you all the time just by going backwards and all that kind of bullshit. Right. Right. The people who have the people who have the same bracket time as you are the ones you race against, and then that's how you get better. And then when you get to the next bracket, and then of course, if the if the race doesn't fill up with actual human beings, then there's NPCs. But at least you know the guys that you're racing with are in the same time bracket as you, and then you're going for best time then. It, it would make it more competitive and fun than having people just fucking try to... Uh, they made it look really cool because everyone's trying to do the little... Yeah, they're the, all going, the, all going the, around the track. The, 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 the sliding around the turns, but you know that's not how it's going to be. You know you know that's not how it's going to be. Right. You're going to have one guy that goes... Yeah, exactly. Right. You're going to have you're gonna have a duplice. You're going to have somebody who's going backwards on the track just because. Right, just to be funny, yeah. All right, so this next game is called... Outriders seems interesting. I don't know if I, I'm interested in it. <clears throat> yeah, see, I, I have something to talk about. We're gonna talk about it at the end, though. Just remind me when I say this, so you remind me later. Okay. People can fly. There you go. So it's it's, it's the people that make Gears War Judgment Day. So again, it's it has that 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 type of feel. End of the world. I heard the guys talk, and it seemed it seemed pretty cool. I it seems more of a games of service type game, but it seems pretty it, it seems pretty interesting. Ba -ba -da -ba. What the fuck is that? I got like a world of war, uh, world of worlds vibe there with that. So yeah, that's that Outriders. And then this game I was really stoked about. This is Avengers. This is the Avenger game. The following footage was from in-game footage, but there is actual gameplay in here in this footage, and people are like, "Where's the gameplay?" And I was like, "That is gameplay." Like you'll you'll see it. So there, this this also seems it, interesting. Very ambitious, I believe. But if very, done, but if they very did, ambitious, if they're done correctly, then they're doing exactly what we said, where they're selling episodes of comic books, basically for stories, right? Right. The the areas that you go to are so. Let's say they release Chicago. Chicago's free to us to play. The characters are free to us, but. The stories, I think they're going to charge for. Well, that would make sense. Right there. That's gameplay. Flying like that is gameplay. This right here is gameplay. Okay. This looks very ambitious, This, bro. This at the bottom here, when Hulk jumps down and picks up the tank, gameplay. Right? That's gameplay right there. This is game right there. When yeah, spun, that's gameplay right there. Hulk smashing right there. That's, the, that, like that's gameplay game right there. This looks very ambitious, bro. This is gameplay right there where he throws the hammer like that and goes across. They said that's gameplay. Um, They showed behind closed doors, the people that saw this, they said that they should have showed what they showed them instead of this because people would be much more hyped. Kicking people like that, picking up guys. You can pick up guys and just smash them together like the Hulk does. 
everything Hulk touches starts to break apart, like when he steps and stuff, the the asphalt breaks and stuff. This makes me feel like a little kid. So pe people are people are worried. They're like, oh, it doesn't look. It, there's something off about it. This is real right here. Where he, he throws the the shield and stuff. It's gameplay right here. That's gameplay. This is gameplay. This is a quick time event right here. Gameplay, but quick time event. So you'll push X or A or whatever. Yeah, it does look a little quick time. But is it quick time only for your character? Yes. You see how you see what I'm saying? Very ambitious here. They're very ambitious. So I'm I'm super excited for this game, but not excited. You, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, this has got this this has got this has got the beginnings of destiny written all over it. Yes. Yes. This is right? exactly the same kind yes. of hype. Same kind of hype. The yes. same kind of hype. Like they can do that now. The potential for this game. Now the way the the guy described it, all content's free. So you're gonna buy the game. All new areas and all new characters are free. So their business model is they're going to charge you for costumes, microtransactions, for like you want Spider-Man episode from episode uh, 16 from his 137, costume. Yeah. his costume. You're, you're going to buy that, right? Which I'm okay with, right? I'm okay with that. And if they Listen, if they learn the lessons from every other Destiny game that came out, Division, Destiny, ESO, like if they learn from those games and expand on that it's a winner it's but i will say this because i'm too old to be blindly excited yep that's, I, that's my too old that's my problem to be blindly excited like i listen i want to be blindly excited i like that little feeling right here and it, must, it makes you feel like you're like you're flying a little bit like you're hovering okay. like yeah. i like that feeling i i miss it yep. will somebody make a game please that does that to me and stop with the bullshit come on avengers so do it so if Avengers does it correctly, it'll be a Destiny, but in the Marvel Universe, which I said five years ago, if you take with Star Wars, right? With a franchise like Star Wars, if you just made Destiny, but in the Star Wars Universe, done, it'd be a better game. Even though if it's the same shitty game and you're yeah. still in that, in that realm of going, well, what's the point? It doesn't matter at that point because you're in the world of of destiny or yeah, uh, think, of star wars think about think about all the character classes you could pick and you want to wear armor you don't want to wear armor like it could be like it would be like ready player one stage one like that's that's where i want to live in these kind of games like the, that's the kind of game bro right so so avengers when it comes out you're going to be able to play four players uh, there are single-player missions, and there's four-player missions and stuff, and they say you're constantly leveling up your characters and getting better at your super abilities and stuff like but, that. But but, you've got to make it to where you can't have four Hulks on the screen. Well, here, that's a question, right? So, okay. Right, like if I'm Iron out, Man from— the server, You can only have one hero of the same type in the same server. You can't have five Hulks running around. Right. I'm White Hulk. Shit. I'm Professor Hulk. I'm Angry Hulk. You're right, right? right you, you I'm can't Iron Man. That. I'm Iron Man that, from that's, episode that's 172. The that's the problem with Avengers is like if you're gonna have a four-player co-op game, I, I know it sounds bad, but when whatever your friends are in the mood for, like everybody can't be I, the same dude. I think the problem is I think you're gonna be able to do that though. Just I, because I, I know, I know you're the, you're gonna break immersion when I do the battle for the fucking bridge. You're gonna break immersion by every by everyone's like, a Hulk by four Captain Americas <laughs> or whatever's right. going on. Like right. I know. I know there, there's there's something gonna be off about it. I hope they don't do that. I hope they don't do that, but I, I have a feeling they are. Because remember, I could buy episode one Hulk, and you have episode from a comic book from 1974, yeah, I, I know, and then you have that I Hulk. Know, but, I, 
listen, I'm I'm so excited for the, the the first thing I'm excited for about that game is it looks like to me that there's a new physics engine in there. That's what it looks like, first of all. It doesn't look like it's just a scripted event. Like there has to be a new physics engine for you to be able to move and do things that they're doing in that game. What I'm excited for is that Crystal Dynamics is working hand in hand with Marvel, and Marvel is developing the game with them. Yeah, but but Disney owns Marvel. Yeah, but that doesn't that that's what I'm no no. What I'm saying is they know the lore and they're going to pull shit from comics that you were fans of and oh, all that stuff. Do you know how much shit they could do with comic book characters, bro, oh. if they did it right? That game, it, if that it, done's it, right... Destiny Killer. That's, that, that's, that, that is my that's, Destiny Killer. That's a Destiny if Killer. If that is done correctly, that's my Destiny Killer right there. Because if it's Destiny but in the Marvel Universe and I can level up Iron Man and then I can play Spider... I can play Spider-Man, right? And, and just go about it. Right. And you're like, oh, what board are we doing? Oh, that's a good board for Spider-Man. Hold on, let me, right. let me, let me, let me, let me, let me change let me, out. Yeah, let me bring right. my Spider-Man in. Right. Right. And then, and then, now wait, you're not you're not leveling up three guardians. No, you're, you're leveling, leveling up, up the entire Marvel right. cast, entire characters. Marvel universe. Oh, you thought it, you, you guys are complaining about grinding? Yeah. I think we got some serious grind yeah. issues at this point. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I, I think we got some serious, serious grind issues. Deadpool. Right? Imagine, but imagine you could be any hero. Yeah, any your that's favorite su- hero from all time. Imagine you could be that. Supposedly, they, that's what you're supposed to be eventually doing. Eventually, they release it. Yeah, right. They they have they have like a little vote. Who's the next hero you guys want to like? Who's yep. the next hero you guys want to vote on? Like, and we'll work on that guy. Dude, if I could be See you next year, if I could be one Iron Man, two Spider Man, three Wolverine, four Hulk, I'm good. I'm good. I'll take those four people. I'll be good. How insane would that be? Right, I listen. I know Dave doesn't play video games anymore, but imagine if he gets to be Wolverine. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, like you get to be fucking Wolverine, bro. Ah, <laughs> that would be so epic. Right in that game, right? So, so right, it's so epic. All right, next game, uh, Luigi Mansion Three. It's it's a Nintendo game. Nintendo's out of my jurisdiction right now. It is. What it I is. do like is this thing right here. Right, this is. I didn't even know this was a Netflix show. I'm going to start watching it now. Okay. This is uh, Jim Henson's Dark Crystal. Okay. They made a game. It's, a, it's like an XCOM type of game. All right. And I love... That movie the, creeped me out, bro. I love the art style of this. It looks like it's like claymation or whatever. Right. And you're and you're playing, but it's just on Nintendo Switch. Right. Okay. So I can't play it. But... This is connected to the Netflix show. Okay. What? Yeah. So there's a Netflix show of Dark Crystal now. Okay. okay. So wait, is this like is like this Defiance. like Defiance? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's like Defiance. Go so ahead. so stuff it. that happens in the show, they will bring over into the game, and so vice versa type of stuff. Right. So characters introduced or things that happen, you can you can play. It's not like Defiance, but sort of like it where they're pulling their content from from the show right so dark crystal <clears throat> i love the first movie but a prequel i i don't think it's a prequel is the is it is the show a prequel i don't even know i'll play it if you buy me a switch <laughs> buy me one at while you're at it okay then this one is the Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening? Okay, so this is—I don't know if this is a remake. 
or if this is but this looks cool too if i had a, a switch i probably would play this this is the above view just like it was back in the day but looking like this of what of zelda no yeah no it's legend of zelda link's awakening looks good i don't know well once again out of my wheelhouse completely you don't know look at it it looks like it's like claymation it's it's fantastic right right, right i think it looks great i would i would play the shit out of this game if i had a switch it, it, right it uh it looks like old zelda it, it does. is it's it's old zelda wow Look at look at the thing we had to play, and look at them. Look what they have to play with now. Anyway, looks beautiful. Listen, Zelda Zelda holds a special place in my heart, of course, because I was there when it went down. You know. Then you we, have... were, we we were there. We were there when the gold cassette came out. And everybody lost their shit. Oh, yeah, that was the best thing ever. Witcher Three Wild Hunt Complete Editions coming out on the Switch. That's crazy. Um, can, the, can the switch even handle it? it they, you can tell that the graphics don't look as uh, here. I'll, I'll, I'll play the, I'll play the thing. You you can tell that the graphics don't look. They look great for a switch, but not. I'll be honest. I put it in last night to play a little bit. I was like, eh, it's good looking, but it's not like. Cool. That's a that's a lot. That's, that's, a, that's a whole lot of game for a Switch. You think that's oh. a whole lot of game? A whole lot for of game Switch. for a Switch. I can't get the adventure game out of my head now. We should have ended with that. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, the, we should have ended with that. That's here, bad planning on you. All I'm thinking about now is Avengers. Now here, here, here is the biggest letdown for me. Speaking of Avengers, this is the biggest letdown of E3 for me. I was a huge Marvel. Alliance Ultimate Alliance fan. I saw this and I was like, oh shit, Ultimate Alliance. But it's only for the Switch. And I was well, like, the Switch, and I was the like, Switch I was like, needed ah, something, man. The Switch needed something. Come on. Come on. Here's the worst part, Sarge. I can't even play the old ones. The old ones have been pulled off of PlayStation and Xbox. You cannot play them. I own the disc. And I cannot play it on my Why? Xbox. So Why? licensing. Get the fuck out of here. Yep. You have a game you have a game in your library, a hard copy game, and you can't even play it? I haven't tried it on my Xbox 360, but it was backwards compatible on the Xbox and now it won't read the disc. Yep. They took it off the digital digital of the servers. That's fucked up, dude. So yeah, I can't play it on my Xbox One. I could probably play it on my I could probably play it on my Xbox 360. That that's messed up. But this man. is my biggest letdown of E3. I want to play this game so bad. Now I gotta wait till May for when the Avengers game comes out, three days after my birthday, and then I dive in to Marvel Universe Destiny, and then that's when I'll play. <laughs> I I don't I don't want I don't want to go backwards, but I have to mention something. What <laughs> what about what about the boss battles you'd have to fight in Avengers when you get to like the end of the raid or something? Like imagine the boss battles you'd have to fight. 
Yeah. That'd imagine, be... imagine the mechanics involved in battling a boss battle in the Avenger game. Imagine the I mean, mechanics. I don't want to start imagining stuff because I know my expectations would be in my head would be the best game ever. Okay, but let me, but let me, but let me explain something to you. What we think about is in terms of the kind of mechanics or what the game can do. We're not thinking about stuff that we have to wait for Ready Player One to actually exist for it to happen. Okay. No. Our 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 ideas are concrete and have been done in games, either in the past or current. That can be used to put into a game like this. Well, current right? is the we don't, we're not. We're not coming up with like uh, Star Trek level shit. We're talking about grounded in reality. You guys can actually do this. We've seen it in another game. Why can't you just put it in this game? Right. Like we know it exists. So when I, when, when you say <laughs> letdown, it's not to me. It's not a letdown. It's to me that the, their their vision for what the game can be. Well, no, it is a letdown because that means the person that's in charge of it doesn't, doesn't have the vision. It of seeing it and it's already out there right and that's a letdown knowing like look right now if i said i'm a huge destiny and i, I start creating a game and destiny is a huge part of my life i want to make a game like destiny but better right if i was but a developer but that's how you're supposed to think. right and the, so explain the, to me the, the developers, last five years of game making some of the developers so explain to me the last five years of game making everybody's copying everybody else nobody's innovating no one's doing yeah. anything else carbon copies remakes Where's the innovation? I'll tell you where it is. Uh, Cyberpunk. See and, you next year. I mean, well, the guy who created Cyberpunk, that's his vision, right? And then CD Projekt Red is taking his vision and then putting it in a video game form. I mean, that's 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 what it is. They're they're executing they're executing someone's vision. And his his book is I think is in 2022. I think is what it is. Yeah, there's a whole timeline. Yeah. He, he was he was very in detail about it when he was on the interview with Young. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a widespread. I'll have to, I'll have to watch that. Yeah, yeah, it's a widespread vision of what what the game is and what the old game used to be. And all right, so Animal Crossing: New Horizons is coming out. I've never played it, so I don't really know much about it. Mario and Sonic Olympic Games. I don't I don't remember what Animal Crossing is. I think it's like a learning life game. Like it's fun to go around, People but love it's, got, it. it's got like actual. There's an actual layers in the game. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's you can play the Pocket Edition uh, on your phone. Uh, the sequel of Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild is coming out. They they showed it, so that's probably about two years off, I would assume. Super Mario Maker Two is coming out soon, and that's, then that's, he, that's Christmas. Here's my second uh, thing that I hate: is this is Torchlight Two. I love Torchlight. I don't know if you ever played Torchlight. I, I remember Torchlight. Uh, Torchlight 2 is coming out. It's Diablo-style hack and slash. Yeah. It's coming out, but it's only for PlayStation. And I'm, uh, and I'm, and I'm listen, upset about it. Everybody, everybody wants their little thing, bro. Let it happen. I'm upset about it. it come back, it'll come back around. I'm upset about it. There's a, that's the second thing I'm uh, upset about. So Marvel Alliance, Switch, Torchlight 2. That's basically all the ones that I wanted to talk about. Let me, let me see if, uh... Let me see if anything else. We already talked about Jumanji last week before. Is there anything that I missed? Like major game. We talked about Baldur's Gate 3 last week. Delete controller. We, we, we know about that. Um, what else? I think that's it. 
So what were you going to say, Sarge? You wanted to bring up something. Oh, crap. Crap. Now you forgot about what it. Was, what, what, was the, what was the topic we were talking we about? We were talking about Avengers, and then you said... You, you said, tell me... Uh, you, you smacked the pen on the table and said, I'm just reminding you, so when we're at the end of the show... And then here we are. Damn it. And you got nothing. I got something. I got brain damage is what I got. Oh, did you see Contra Anniversary is coming out? Uh, I didn't see the gameplay of it, though. You have any? I have the launch trailer. It's not... I'm... Uh, eh. <laughs> it's Contra. I know. It's just... You know there's like 10 Contras? Yeah, but I didn't play all of them. Yeah, I, just the, the first two I played. Super Contra, yeah. Whatever Contra that is, that's the first Contra. That's the first Contra. That was the Western that's... edition and the, or Eastern edition and the Western. Or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Super C. I remember Super, Super C. C. I remember this one too. Alien World. Yeah, yeah, that's the Super, Super I didn't. I didn't play this one. The Hardcores, no. I didn't play Operation C either. That's on the Game Boy. I didn't play this one. <laughs> to know what the, that that footage that footage is not from that game though. I didn't I didn't that footage is from the SAS version. Yeah, I didn't I didn't play it either. So it's yeah. the anniversary. I mean, I mean it's not I I'm glad that they're doing an anniversary thing for it, but like I'm not really interested anymore. Yeah. Like like I, I however I will say this. I am able to do regular Contra without the Konami code and I can make it through the whole game. Oh yeah, I I, I beat the game like seven times in a row without the code. Without One the life. Code. Just that's seven times. Yeah. Just but but that's but that was what the game was back then. A game that was long means you gotta read you gotta yeah, learn you can beat you the game. learn all the positions of all the guys, learn where to go. You could beat the game like forty five minutes or something like that, couldn't you? Some of that? Less if than that. You, once it was memorized, yes. Yeah. But it takes you a while to memorize all the patterns or all the guys. Isn't it funny that we look at some of the games that you're like, How long is this game? And you're like, Oh, it's gonna take me sixty hours to beat it. Meanwhile, it took you sixty hours to beat Contra originally. You know what I mean? But when you finally beat it, it's like 40 minutes. <laughs> it's like 40, right. it's like 40 but minutes. But that's what it was. I mean, yeah, but, but let's, now... Let's be honest. But let's be honest, though. Zelda for a child, when, when, when Nintendo first came out and Zelda first hit the market, okay, there's no background check for adventure games. That's the first adventure game, besides adventure on the Atari. Right. Okay? So playing that game, understanding that game, learning the moves oh, of that yeah, game. Yeah, Zelda made every like, game after that game right, like that what it is, is. Right. That is something that you do over time. That is a learning experience on how games are to be made. And now fast forward, and we are at the point now where there are certain criteria to certain games that have to be there. Right. Right. And if you're going to invent a new type of, of mechanic or a new type of controller or a new type of connection with the player, and then we have to relearn again, I find it interesting. As long as it's pertinent to the actual game, like that that game thing that came out with the with the winch on the side, I think is is just yeah. hilarious. The, the play, like, whatever it was called, the uh, like play a, me or like whatever. A little, a little windy thing on the side of my like, like, come on, guys. <laughs> like, what's this? Like, what's your first best game? Jimmy Houston's Bass Bass Pro Fishing Two. Like, what is what is the game going to be where the winder is an actual selling point? Did you did you did you see the Captain? Um, oh, what the fuck is it called? It's an old it's an old game that we played when we were kids. Bethesda is making it into a mobile game. Oh God, Cap Captain. Uh, was it Nash? What what the fuck? Oh was it? oh oh! I know which one you're talking about. Command, commander Commander Commander. He 
Commander Keen. Commander Keen, thank you. Yeah. That was yeah. on like on the Commodore 64 and the yeah. Apple IIc. They, they now turn it into a mobile game with microtransactions and energy. Yeah. I, I was like, I was like, oh god. Yeah, I'm sure like, everyone oh, would god. be. I'm sure everyone would be ecstatic by that. Listen, they're gonna they're gonna destroy probably a good portion of your entire childhood if you pay attention. It's best not to pay attention. Here's a here's a game that actually. Here, I'll, I'll play the trailer with the sound. Like, like, listen, like here, hold on, all. hold on, hold on a second, hold on a second. This is called Police. Police stories. Shooting first is not an option. But no, what this really is is training how to be a policeman. Right. How not to kill people. Use tactical equipment to your advantage. This is basically a cop simulator. An AI partner or a friend. That'd be cool. Featuring a gripping crime. So for the first, the, the the initial mission is you asking someone for their license, and then when they reach for their license, you shoot them, and then you're sent back to police school in order how to be a cop properly. I I want a remake of Police Quest. I want a thing of of you know what I mean? Like I want to be able to be like a rookie. You have to come up and level up and you you move through, you have to be oh, a traffic beat cop you know, and stuff you know, like that. Do you know how popular the game would be if you came out with a a police simulator where you start off as a rookie and you have to actually learn the entire yeah. thing of being a cop? Yeah. Yeah. I well, I, wanna, I want I want that. Flight sims have their have their population. You don't think a game like that would? Oh, absolutely what happens? would. Maybe in order to get people to be interested in professions that people don't like, they should make a game based on it and show you exactly what they go through and see people who like that kind of thing, and then they they maybe go for the job. So I want to be a YouTuber. And no, no, you don't. Yeah. No, no. no. <laughs> and they, about, they make a game with a YouTuber. The old, the old style, the old concrete kind of job. And how the doctor, <laughs> doctor, lawyer, cop, fireman. And how, uh, how the comment section makes you make, want to commit suicide. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. They they would do that. Like, we want to be a plumber I, I and stuff like that. Yeah. What happens? What happens if the expansion packs were <laughs> once you reach detective, then you have detective cases you have to solve. And you have yes. to actually go on these cases, yes. right? And DLCs are like the actual cases, and they're actually real cases. You could put on the screen they're fictional, but we all know they got to take them from somewhere, right? Right. So actually, like, that's not a bad idea. That, that would be, I think that would be a fascinating game. Yeah, and actually, when you you go up a skill tree and you become detective, and you're like. You become detective, and it's like if you want to be more, more doing more detective stuff, you can buy this expansion pack for ten dollars. Right, and it has a whole bunch of detective. Right. Ah, there yeah. you go. And then, and then you learn how to be a detective. Then you learn how to be a detective. Right. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I want to go into the Secret Service. You go up the skill, Secret Service skill tree, and then you get and then $10. your name goes to the blacklist, and someone knocking on your door. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're too damn good. Yeah. We need to talk. Yeah, uh, we would like to hire you, and you're like, holy shit! The Hoffa, <laughs> you just solved the Hoffa case. We need to talk. That's that's the way it needs to be. That's the way it needs to be. <clears throat> Did you remember what you were you're gonna talk about? You it said was you had it about a topic. Avengers? Was it was it about Avengers? I said no. It was during Avengers. During Avengers. All right. Well, I'll, I'll just we'll, we'll go into we're, the end. We'll, we'll do it. We'll go. We'll go to the end. I don't. I can't remember. I can't. Wait, remember. Okay. You said you. All right. Go ahead. We're we're almost closing out here. So no, it's fine. So the overall for E3. Okay. The good is there is still a base of developers trying to come out with innovative fun games which is which is actually a good thing on the other side of the spectrum what developers are trying to promote and push in order for us to believe that this is the new way of gaming which includes the microtransactions the loot boxes the 
the the, the uh, subscription services and this kind of thing. I think that we're headed into this direction because I see that most people are pulling out of E3 and doing their own thing. So here's here's how I see it happening in the next couple of years. I see the mobile market crashing like the video game market did in the 80s. That's what's going to happen to the mobile market first because it's going to be so much saturation of, of bullshit money transaction games that it's going to collapse, okay? So that's number one. Number two is there's going to be so many people, and it, and it is happening, because the market is so large for gaming that there's going to be a rash of games that come out that's going to make Steam look good because the amount of crap that's going to come out is going to turn off a certain population of the people, and they'll stop buying these games, which are just clones of other games. Right. Which will then, in turn, hopefully, make the the developer teams shrink, re, re, uh, re, re, uh, reform, and then we come out with the new, innovative, pushing the technology, looking to do better hardware, looking to do better software games, and I'll probably be retired by then, but that's when we'll get our first like Ready Player One type stuff. Mm. That's where I see it going because I don't see how this is sustainable the way that they speak about video games. I, I think what'll happen is that less and less people go to E3 for a couple years, and then something new will pop up, right? And it'll be another convention because the problem is I don't see everyone leaving E3 because I don't think everyone would have. There's there's such a you take away the bottom and everything f collapses around it, right? E3, if you if you remove E3, Microsoft can make their own press conference cool, right? PlayStation can do their own press conference cool. But uh, Bob Joe, that created their own game and can't get they'll in front find, of people. find a way. No, no, yeah, I understand they'll, that. They'll They're always going to be going to conventions. So what's going to happen is either the big guys are going to pull out, okay? Small guys are going to start popping back in. Small companies are going to start raising up the bar Back in the day, like EA, Square Enix, Ubisoft, there's going to be the new company like that, right? Like CD Projekt Red, right, for right, instance. There'll always, there'll always be somebody who fills the gap. But what I'm saying is we used to have almost an entire market of CD Projekt Reds. Correct. And Guys now— Guys trying to innovate, push. Right. We're doing it better. We're trying something new. And now what we have is you have a CD Projekt Red and you've got a bunch of Stepford Wives who are constantly regurgitating the same shit every year. Right. Just trying to make the bottom line well, that's, because they're answering to investors instead of customers. Well, that's what most indie guys are doing, right? They're coming to E3. They're getting on these shows and then trying to get investors to put more money into them so they can they can bring it out, right? I mean, that's what they're, they're – every, every developer out there is trying to make a game. One, make a game. Two, make a game that's successful enough so they can make another game. Another game. Right, another game. And then so on and so forth. CD Projekt Red, they, they did uh, on the on the um, the E3 Coliseum. They were interviewing by Jeff Keighley. He sat down with them. And he said a couple interesting things, right? He's like, I can sit here and tell you that we can do this and this is what we're going to do and we're pumping it out. He's like, but that's not what we're doing. He's like, at CD Projekt Red, what we're doing is we're a thousand people now. He's like, we would like to take enough people to break up into two teams, so we have two two separate things always happening. So you always right? having stuff always coming having out. stuff coming out, right? He's like, but we also don't want to rush the games. He's like, Witcher was Witcher. He's like, and the reason we didn't talk about uh, twenty seventy seven is because it took this long to get to this point. He's like, we don't want to just bring it out to rush it out. He's like, this is what we want to do, right? So 
those guys are still based in reality. Now, Rockstar as itself is based in reality as well. They they come out when they're ready to come out with stuff, right? Now, it just so happens that their online was what Fortnite is now, right? So their online mode became so big and so profitable, they're like, well, what, what do we do now, right? So they can take and open up different studios and they can do different things. 2K is their publisher, which is trying to push them out to do certain things. But Rockstar itself, Rockstar and CD Projekt Red are probably the two of the best companies out there as far as innovating and doing certain things for, for games, right? And trying different things. Now, Epic, because Epic went from being a small timer to being a pretty big company, now they can do whatever the fuck they want because of Fortnite, right? Because it's just printing money. And printing money makes more things to make print money. And that's what the Epic Store is and so on and so forth. So E3 itself, I think the big guys are going to pull out. And I think new guys will come in and they'll become the new big guys. I don't think E3 is ever going to vanish. But I think it's going to have a couple of years that it's going to struggle. Because PlayStation, if Microsoft wasn't there, what's there? What was there, really, after Microsoft's conference? Ubisoft and, and them were in small little theaters in places they could literally just do do what Nintendo they could did do it online, right? They could have done it online. So I, I don't know. We'll see how the industry goes. A lot of cool games that came out, man. A lot of cool little indie games they looked at. I like the art style of them. But the problem is that I'm not that market for those independent games anymore, right? I'm I buy I buy three major games a year, okay, and then I'll buy when I'm done with those three major games or two major games, I go back and play these other little games. And check them out. I'm like, oh, that was a fun game. You know, that, that, that was a cool game. I, I'm basically making my my library like a you know, you download an app on your phone, like a game off your phone, and you're like, oh, try this out. You play it for 10 seconds, you're like, nope, and you delete it, right? That's basically what the regular gaming is is turning into. Okay, but but this this is this is the problem I have with the whole loot box microtransaction thing. Okay. So if you make a game, okay, and the game is good. And then you sell a bunch of the games, you get to make another game. Okay, now understanding right, that's, that's your reward as uh, a business, right? Understanding, understanding that the market is tight, competition is fierce, costs are getting higher. Okay, because that's just what happens. Okay, that they can't do what they believe is the greatest bang for the buck for what they have, either because they don't have the investors anymore, or they don't have enough money from the previous game. Right. Okay. So the microtransaction was a way for them to safeguard them making a bad game. Right. It's almost right? like the insurance policy, right? It's an, right. It's an insurance policy because even if the game does poorly, we're getting more money out of the poor game because of the microtransactions and thus giving us time to make something else down the pike. Right. Now, there's nothing that you're going to tell me. There's not one person that's going to call me on the phone or send me an email or Twitter me that's going to say that, that development and companies in general do not take advantage of this situation because the first thing that's going to happen is in their mind, it doesn't matter if they make something good or something bad. It doesn't matter to them right? because with the microtransactions and loot boxes in place, a certain percentage of people who either are addicted, have mental disabilities, like to gamble or just like to be power hungry and like to pay to win, whatever list you want to make it are going to invest into that game enough to where they don't need to worry about if the game is good or bad. So now we have game companies out who suck right. 
who just keep pumping out games, but they, they're doing well, right? They're doing well because your work is not the basis whether you succeed or not. Right. Your The work that you did does not mean that you get to go away if you do something bad. That's how regular business is supposed to work. If I come out with a product and the product is horrible, <laughs> I go out of business. Right. I don't belong there. I need to retool. I need to figure out what to do better for the customer, and then I'll try again later. That's business. In this business model, you don't have to be good at shit. Right. All you got to do be good at is to make, something, to make something addictive that someone's going to buy and repeat process. Yep. I will not mention any names at this point. Yeah. However, <clears throat> gaming as a whole is going to crash and burn if that is allowed to continue. Yeah. If I'm allowed to make any piece of crap and throw microtransactions on it, yes, it might have been a B-level game. Yes, a certain percentage of people might have liked it. But what that causes is that causes substandard developing teams to exist instead of being destroyed and rebuilt to be better than where they were. Right. And that destroys the basic business model. That's what I'm concerned about. Yeah, because because people are just making games now and they're like, hey, let's make 10 levels and we'll put four characters and instead of putting 20 costumes in the game, we'll charge 20 we'll charge microtransactions for those 20 extra costumes, right? Cool weapons, cool thing. Instead of just putting that stuff in the game, making the game really cool and then going, "Hey, I paid 60 bucks for this game. This game is really awesome. I really like this developer." That's what CD Project Red's doing, right? You look at their game and you're like, "Wow, that's a lot of game for 60 bucks," right? And then they came out the expansion pack and you're like, "Wow. Wow. That's a lot of expansion for DLC." Right? So what does that do? It trains the person that likes their games to go, oh, wow, this quality. is a really great quality. quality. So you're like, whatever they come out with, I'm cool. So many other companies have burned those bridges because they're like, hey, uh, here's Madden. Okay. Oh, and here's the roster and here's the cards that were with little, little, little things that are less than the other person and it's random. Right? So now we're charging you to play Madden by the pack. Right? You might as well just buy a, a pack of football cards Throw them on your ground on the floor and just start having your own game in your in your in your in your lair. Okay, your lair, not your house, your lair. Okay, that that's the problem. That that companies are coming out with certain things and they're not putting all the stuff and there's then no selling pressure. it. There's no pressure. There's not. There's nothing to law lose on their end. Where, where's Where's the pressure for a development team to fail if your whole game has microtransaction that you know that if you fuck up or not? Yeah, you're gonna you'll be, you'll still be okay. Now I understand it both ways. You don't want a company to go out of business. I get it. But the cream rises to the top. That's how a business is supposed to be. You're supposed to be to the point where you know all your employees, you know everything's firing all cylinders. We're making a quality product. Then we're gonna, and then we release the product. Now our work is our merit. We get to see whether or not the people like what we did, yes or no. Based on that, we know what to change for the next game. If I don't have to worry about that part of it, don't think for a moment that everybody doesn't get lazy. If you if if someone told you you'll never lose your job, if someone told you you will never lose you, your job, you wouldn't do your job. You wouldn't try. No. Nope. You wouldn't try anymore. Nope. There's no there's no more there's no emphasis on wanting to be better. The 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 reason that movies, can you imagine movies like microtransactioning you, right? It, look, if you want to if you want to make a game and then sell stickers and shirts and all the stuff and soundtracks, cool. Do that, right? 
but don't take the game that you worked on and segregate it and then charge microtransaction after microtransaction for little little things i i think that's to me you might make your money but in the long run you're 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 diminishing your your whole quality you're diminishing your company diminishing everything because every time you come out with something i'll be like well that's gonna be a microtransaction right right Right, but the guys in charge, think of it this way, bro. If you're in charge of a game company, you busted your ass for six or seven years, you finally got something going, right? And then it fails. And then you're and you, and you can't recover. Understand, it's a life thing. It happens to a lot of people. You can't understand everything, right? Now, I can be a CEO, a dick, hoard money for three years, and when the company finally goes under, doesn't matter. Got my parachute, got my 40 million in the bank. Peace. Don't give a shit. Right. Okay, that's the problem. Yeah. Right. If your work is if you don't stand by the work and it's about the other money underneath, then it doesn't matter. These guys are in it to make the money and get the fuck out. They don't care. They don't care. Yeah. All right. Well, that will do it for Generation X Gaming episode 174. Usually the show is done on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. If you're joining us just now, hit that follow button. It's absolutely uh, free to hit that follow button. Look how the music albums are no longer value as a whole because of microtransactions like singles. Exactly, Swamp Things. Exactly. It diminishes It diminishes what the, the industry is trying to do, right? So if you guys like this conversation, we reviewed E3 today. If you missed any of this, you can listen to it at a past broadcast right here at Mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming. It'll be later up on iTunes, Google, um, Google Play, Spotify, and Anchor.fm. If you hit the podcast, thanks, Brian, for that. Hit that link. You guys can follow us. Um, we're live every single Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern. I know it's Friday. We had internet problems yesterday in my area, so that's why we're doing the show this morning. I do appreciate you guys coming out. Make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at 30 and Still Gaming. Uh, I am live every single day, Monday through Friday, from 9.30 in the morning till 2 p.m. Eastern, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays from 8 p.m. to midnight. We do the podcast on Thursdays at 8 p.m. To, to 10, and then we do game night from 10.30 at night to about midnight on Thursday nights as well. I do appreciate you guys coming out and watching and listening. If you enjoyed any part of it, please hit that follow button, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care, guys. See you next week. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.